Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate y'all being here. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Thank you very much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is the stage of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'd like to welcome you all in to a very scientifically, analytical, mathematically driven show today that I have prepared not for. But Bubba Joe has done all the work. <laughs> oh, it's good. Bubba Joe, he's it's got a good it thing. It's, it's a good thing the saying is that DJ is always right, because all these blatant lies that you give to the audience would be revealed. What? That I absolutely didn't know prep today? Not a lie. That I did any prep. Did I ever do any prep? <laughs> oh, appreciate you guys all being here. Bubba, Bubba is like me. We don't prepare. No, that is not true. Ready. Not true at all. Bubba Joe was making spreadsheets yesterday. Bubba Joe was doing math and figuring out bonuses. You can you can listen to him say he didn't prepare anything. Meanwhile, okay. yesterday, he ran out of ink in his favorite pen. All right. His pocket here, protector. Here's the, here's, the, here's the secret to success in life. Never prepare. Just always be ready. Oh, man, that is good. That is real good. Never prepare. Just always be ready. Ripper, that is so motivational. Like, it belongs on... That belongs on, like, one of those... Those decorative house things. Really bad bumper sticker? No, that's a great bumper sticker. Never prepare. Just always be ready. That You could sell a book with that club truck. That makes me feel so motivated. Like, I got goose pimples on my arms now, Trader. That makes me feel so good. Good job, Rip. What a motivational. You're a strange man. No, I like it. I like it very much. Hey, who's hanging out in our chat in a Talking Trek server sound off? Let's hit it. Stradalorian on 9. Zandy's on server 12. Noon Whistle. Server 29. Felonia Squirrel on 9. Silverhawk on server 49. Iron Chef on server 14. Aquila Hawk on 21. Bobbert on 29. Indominus Prime on 53. Tevin Mose on 20. Sherlock Holmes on 27. Jay Berg on 32. Clive Kirk on 9. Canine Tooth on 57. It's Hunter on 28. Vic Nice on server 40. Jace on 34. Eddie on 14. Kem Q. 53 on 57, he says. Falcon on 52. Juby on 60. Jackson of none on 24. Amber on server 49. Uh, Eric on server 20. Kiba on 200. And 188 additional messages in our Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys so very, very much. 259 live human bodies inside our Talking Trek studios today. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. We got a lot to do and very little time in which to do it. I would like to welcome to the stage here this afternoon a nice, very full panel uh, of Talking Trek experts as we break in to the fantastic or floppy forbidden technology. Ladies and gentlemen, Trader is here. Trader, welcome into the show! Trader told them she wants G6 now. Trader, can I just ask a question? Yeah. How much influence did you have on nerfing Tau for G6 players? Rumor has 100%. it. Rumor has it that you went to Scopely Game Design and you said, "Listen, I am not coming back unless you make G6 inevitably difficult and actually provide me a challenge, you anti-whale programmers." End quote. Um, it, 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 are we are we in the in the ballpark there? 
you you're said, absolutely in the ballpark. I, I want to know who I want to know who the link was now. <laughs> well, uh, so, sorry. Um, wait, that wasn't supposed to be public. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Tal Bubba Joe not going to be. Effective. Jordy's not detecting any leak. <laughs> Tal not going to be effective against G6 hostiles, and that's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. She likes it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> live from December 24th. Wow. <laughs> it, just, it just came to me. Like, I, I wish I had a button for that, but I don't. It just just happened. All right. Fortunately, we don't even have to clip that. It's just going to be here forever now. Uh, ladies oh. and gentlemen, from <laughs> Server 24, Bubba Joe is here. Yes, he is. And unlike what you heard before the show... I can have it all now. You can. You can have it almost all of it, Bubba Joe. There are two of them still not available yet. There are two of them not available yet. Does that make you angry? Does it make you angry, Bubba Joe, that you can't buy the last two pieces of forbidden technology? Mm. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the sultry sounds of your criminal heroic Tashcan, ladies and gentlemen. Ripper is Hello. here. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Happy weekend to you. It was actually a very good weekend. I had a nice weekend, too, to be honest with you. I bought a bunch of stuff. Ooh, what did you buy? Well, I bought a bunch of Legos. Nice! Oh. Legos are awesome! Legos are also expensive. All right, expensive. We're, we're, we're derailing the show right here. What no, no, no. I, I, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what Legos? Let's, let's get down to this. I, That's I, right. I, okay. Legos are okay. awesome. I, I, I got to be I, honest I with you. I bought the Millennium Falcon, the oh Razor Crest. Oh, my God. No, you did Lord not. Lord of the Rings, Rivendell. <gasps> uh, the Treehouse. Dude. Dang. Look at that one. It's pretty big. Wow. So, Banjo. A bunch of money. Anyway, um, <laughs> dude, that is fantastic, I al- man. I also bought a uh, a piece of furniture. No, that's not that exciting. Because the Legos. It, it, Back it, to the was Legos. It, was it a new ladder? Back to the Legos. No. Back to the Legos. Did you did you spend more on Legos than you spent on Star Trek Fleet Command in the last twelve months? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying. Scopely. Oh my god! I just had the idea. I just had the idea for a skin, Bubba Joe. <laughs> I want. You know how Lego like can skin anything, right? They can make anything into Lego version. There's Star Wars Lego and there's Batman but, Lego. Yeah. I want Lego Star Trek Fleet Command. I want it. But, but DJ, that is that is not all. I oh, bought more stuff. Tell me more. Tell me more. I spent over a thousand on plants yesterday. On plants? Ooh. What kind of plants? A bunch of plants. Like green growing things? Mm-hmm. Or weed. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I purchased 15 plants yesterday. My and kind of plants. Where we at? Thousand? What? what? <laughs> Karkin's like, wait, what? Weed? What? Oh, wait. No, 15 plants cost you $1,000? Is, is that what I heard right? 15. No. Yeah. That 
What are you? I want to know what you're buying. I want to know what you no, bought. No, you too. don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Karkin already knows. All right, Karkin. Karkin already knows what he bought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. But, but Sounds like he got a deal. Listen, listen. If you if you if you buy the the like the not the small ones. The the bigger ones actually get quite expensive, so you pay like one fifty for one or something like that. As soon as they bought it, yeah. Not these kind. Get her no, no, listen. For, for those kind of plans, I have a guy. Okay. Anyway. Um, Very green, Germany. Oh, I have a guy. Meanwhile, Ripper is digging through his couch right now to find enough for airflare, airfare to Germany. All right, he's like, yo, you need a roommate? You need a roommate, man? Yo, man. Woo. All right, we we gotta get we gotta get back on track here. Uh, also, <laughs> we've got so, so yeah. I... <laughs> this is so good. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, let's see who else. We yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was fun, fun, fun week weekend. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm actually quite happy. That's pretty fantastic. Got to be honest with you. It is a lot of plans for a thousand dollars. Wait, that's a lot of plans for a thousand dollars. I would. A lot of money for those plans. That's a, yeah. That's where I would have gone. That's a lot of money for those wait, plans. Oh, oh wait. <clears throat> yeah, Rip. One of them is taller than me. <laughs> Ripper. Oh yeah, just, that would that would that would that would cost you some money. Karkin just upgraded to first class. Uh, <laughs> also joining our stage today uh, with some analytics of his own from servers 8 and 32 Blue Mandalorian is here with a uh, with a breakdown of some math on uh, forbidden technology we've got a nice big show for you guys today so we should uh, we should dive in here is that what we should do really honestly Bubba Joe to be perfectly honest, we are only 11 minutes into the show, and it's been an amazing opening segment here. Like, this is one of those where it's like, it's not a waste of time. I feel really, really good about the opening of this show. It's actually been very, very good. Thank you guys so very much for all of your contributions. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's break into our news and get started with today's show, as we are on a very limited time break uh, or time frame, because I Wait, actually- Wait, on a break already? No, I have That food, was fast. I have food in the oven. I, literally, it's in the oven right now. So I mean, Bubba, there's no. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I'm. I made a lasagna. Okay, okay, oh. DJ. Mm -hmm. If you have food in the oven, you know what? You know what my parents did <laughs> when they were busy. What? They were like, "Go take care of that. It has to. It has to be taken out in 20 minutes." I did set a timer, and I asked Landon to make sure that it was out when the timer went off. But I mean, I'm not going to sit out here while. I mean, I'm going to go eat it. <laughs> it's lasagna. I mean, well, you have at least 20 minutes for it to cool not, down enough do you not to trust to Landon. Be, I do trust Landon. I want to eat it, Baba Joe. Okay, but uh, we have time. We have time. I told you we got we got about two hours. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, live from all across the world and across this big blue globe, it is time for your world news headlines from the Talking Trek News Studios. It's time for your stupid news. Stupid news. Time for news. Let's go. Wimbledon tournament organizers are warning uh, that their designated quiet room this year, Bubba Joe, is meant for things like prayer and breastfeeding, not having intercourse. 
right? They put signs on the door. Last year, reports emerged of frisky couples misusing the secluded space near Court 12, causing discomfort for other visitors. Allegedly, people had misunderstood what opening love love meant. <laughs> It's <laughs> bad. Starting off on a big, big flop there. A uh, 64 year old Maine woman recently punched a black bear in the nose after it chased her dog, Bubba Joe. It was a scary situation. But according to her, she had to act fast. I quote The thought of losing her dog was more than she could bear. So, if, I, hang if, on. I, I want to I recover, I want to recoup. <laughs> the uh, facts here okay bear chases a dog bear right? chases dog is that you think bears are dangerous dj yes yes okay. actually Thank i do you. carry on okay bear chases dog woman chases bear punches bear because the thought of losing her dog was more than she could bear and by the way that was an actual quote you could not make that up i swear to god i think the woman was actually trying to make a joke she said it was more than she could bear and I snorted milk out my nose. It was amazing. I read the article and I was dying. It was awesome. Speaking of other disasters, the weekend. Did the, did the dog get his picnic basket back? Oh my God. Did the dog get his picnic basket back? Yeah. The bear <laughs> would have had the picnic basket. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo -boo. Hey, boo -boo. Uh, gonna give me a picnic basket. Uh, the weekend says <laughs> this is this is a bad sign, Bubba Joe. Weekend says he's grateful for his bumpy journey on the show The Idol, despite uh, heavy criticism. People are happy that he's acting graceful about it, Bubba Joe. Because if you've seen the show, you know that's about the only acting he can actually do. <laughs> Should we just stop now? I feel like we're not feel like we're not getting any traction here. <laughs> I. I, I have my story. Great, great plan. Uh, a homeless man allegedly spat in the face of a Florida cop and then headbutted another officer this past week while being arrested for swiping two sandwiches at a gas station. This, uh, this man, obviously, Bubba Joe, made very poor decisions. Uh, and then attacking the cops was pretty dumb, too. <laughs> it's because it's gas station sandwiches. Uh, bad news is he's going to jail. Good news is he'll be eating much better after this. Uh, massive. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> a massive brawl recently broke out at a Spirit Airlines ticket counter. See, this is where we recover, Bubba Joe. This is where we bounce back. A massive brawl breaks out at a Spirit Airlines ticket counter in Orlando, Florida this past week. Spirit workers could not believe it. The fact that there was actually only one brawl that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit employees are now asking folks to keep the fighting where it belongs and take it over to Disney World, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, come on, Baba. What? No nothing? It was a Spirit joke. Those are always good. Wire speed says yeah. um, zero, zero for five. It was actually you were making we need to get of, you a you laugh know, track. Disneyland, or I, Disney World. First so. of all, I took a four-hour nap today, okay? Don't blame me that these are rushed. Leo DiCaprio and model Gigi Hadid <laughs> were spotted hanging out together in the Hamptons last week, but the fact trader that she's 28 years old, we can only assume that it's not necessarily a romantic relationship and more so that she was just helping Leo find a nice assisted living facility somewhere. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Good. It's it's funny because it's true. Thank you. I got a funny. 
All right, one one for five, but uh, one for six. Wire speed. I got I got one. Dragon keeper. No, that was a one. That was. <laughs> Juby gives me a pity laugh. All right, fine, whatever. Bubba Joe, uh, this has clearly not been my best news broadcast ever. Uh, so I quit. I will send things over to the sports desk. Bubba Joe, what's going on? <laughs> What's going on All in right, the world so, of sports? It's a tough audience so DJ, today. Tough I've, audience I've today. decided you gave me carte blanche to manipulate this joke somewhat. <laughs> oh, God. I did. And I did. I've, I've determined how I want to manipulate it. And if this has any future consequences, oh, like no. canceling tomorrow night's stream, Baba, no. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sports mogul. Sports mogul. Mogul. Now there's no R in there. Mogul. Sports mogul. Michael Rubin hosted a wild 4th of July bash for stars. All, all these stars. We got J-Lo, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, mm -hmm. some Jenner person. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Justin Bieber. It's a Kardashian. Yeah, I heard about this part. Some, some of the most celebrated industry professionals were there. Mm -hmm. And designer Dunsel. <laughs> however, however. Oh, hang on. Done. Oh, he's not done. I'm not done. Sorry. However, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason designer Dunsel had to be there. Uh -huh. Michael Rubin was uh, serving uh, chocolate-covered crickets, and Dunsel needed to serve up a heavy plate of Bugstead one. Oh. Where's my cricket button? Where's the cricket? I don't have it. I don't have a cricket hmm. button. That would have worked because it was a <laughs> bug joke. I know. <laughs> Hold on. I've got something a little more appropriate. And now over to sports with Baba Joe. Wait. You guys like that one better? You guys like that one better than all the others? What? How did no, no, wait a second. Wait a second. How did Baba Joe get two points out of one joke? Okay, I mean, serious. It was just that good, DJ. What? He had two two legitimate jokes in that one joke. Oh. They were both in all six of yours. I, <laughs> I don't know how I got zero <laughs> points and Bubba got two with, with only one story. All right, whatever, fine. I don't care. Um, I had a great nap today, and I'm feeling wonderful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the show. I know he cares about his stupid news. He cares so much. All the points are made up, and the scores don't matter. Thank you. Thank you, Karkin. I appreciate it very much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, where today we are approaching the forbidden subject, Bubba Joe. It is forbidden technology. Is it a fantastic new feature, or is it floppy as all get out? Let's break in and talk about uh, this new forbidden technology. First of all, uh, if we were just going to talk about the loop here for a minute, Bubba Joe, you had said uh, we, uh, most everybody was able to make through the Tier 1 challenges. Everybody got through the Tier 1 challenges. And you said, well, the Tier 2 challenges are also self-sustaining. All right. Uh, as a matter yep. of fact, I've had some people tell me that the Tier 3 challenges were relatively self-sustaining, depending on how they wanted to use their challenge bells, but they could have got through them in a day or two. This is a really interesting piece of game design, one that, I am not a thousand percent sure that I fully understand or I want for a company that builds everything to be so long term, Bubba Joe, this makes me feel weird that that we're talking about doing, OK, three or five challenge bells a day. All right. That's it for months at a time. 
until you get one or two days of burst play, and then you're done again for months at a time. That feels odd to me. All right, I, that, I, that I, feels mm. really weird. All right, now now, all that. Well, some people seeming seemingly like it. Bubba Joe, when, when we're talking about grind, we've had some people uh, some people come back and say, I like this. I like something that I can play in and have fun with for a day. And and then you're okay. done with it? First, there's, an, there's an important point to this, DJ, though. I'm missing it, so please, Ripper, share. If, 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 so if you think that a feature is a good is a good long-term thing because it takes a while to actually engage in it. Uh-huh. And that's why it takes long. That is not good design. Okay. I agree. The, so if, if they, the, the intention with this is that the things that you can now accomplish are self-sustaining, so you get through them, mm-hmm. but you are supposed to reach a point where you just kind of stop and then that's where you you know you get to that long-term kind of thing well as there's no there's no point in artificially limiting the progress that you can make that is not a challenge whatsoever because that's just boring well that is what some people have said the fact that they can get through the tier one and tier two relatively easily and quickly has been appreciated bubba joe and that's why I feel a little bit weird about it, because then Tier 3 is pretty much it. Unless you're a really strong player, a lot of players, Bubba Joe, are not getting through Tier 3. Tier 3 is proving to be quite the challenge for some people. As a matter of fact, these challenges, Bubba, when we say three-star, these are not rele- uh, relegated to the grades that we're used to here inside this game. Like this, for example, to tackle three-star challenges is not something you can or should be doing with three-star ships, all right? It, I, I kind of fell into that, and I was kind of thinking, okay, well, everyone should be able to do Tier 1. It's just kind of the introduction, right? Everybody should be able to get through Tier 2. Golly, there's, there's like a 15 million Tier 2 hostile, all right? I'm here to tell you, that's going to be tough for a lot of G3 Epic players. And then to get into Tier 3, I mean, we're talking hostiles, Bubba, I'm pretty sure you showed me one the other day that was like 15 billion power. Might, it might have been Mean Bean. I think Mean Bean showed me one that was like 15 billion power. Canine Tooth showed me one where, and, and I, don't, I, I don't know if this is good or bad, okay? I don't know if this is good or bad. I, I, I guess I think it's kind of good maybe. Canine Tooth said, oh, okay, a challenge. Like he failed it the first time, Bubba Joe. And had to <gasps> recrew. He had to recrew. <laughs> and by the way, this is the Dideridex that could survive the go-home cannon. Okay? This is the Dideridex that could survive the go-home cannon, and he had to recrew. As if Scopely had finally introduced a challenge that would be that would be interesting or challenging or you have to think about it for for him okay so that was kind of really interesting by the way Tal not working on these guys it doesn't seem that way anyway Tal is not apparently Bubba Joe effective in any way shape or form we have seen dozens of screenshots Tal is not stripping hole on these guys not doing it so when I asked Scopely about that Bubba, do you want to know what they said? 
Do you want to know what they said? It works. Do what? I, I figured they rejoiced that something they designed uh, the, to limit Tau worked. Uh, indeed. They actually, well, it, it's not something that they designed to limit Tau. They actually just turned Tau off. Confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. Tau is not to be functional against these hostiles. As if, Bubba Joe, golly, as if. Ultimate DJs needed absolutely any more evidence that Tau is a horrid, terrible mistake and should never have actually happened. As if Were I needed any more evidence. As if I never needed any other evidence that Tal is the gift that keeps on giving. All right. Now, old school days says, well, you've paid for Tal, so now you can't use him. It's arguable. Tal works everywhere. There are else. lots of things you can use Tal. Yeah, on. you can still. You Get can still. Real. It's a challenge. Yeah, you can still. I, do, I don't see. I don't see the problem when they introduce something new and they say. Well, this old stuff doesn't work on it. I don't disagree. To be perfectly honest with you, Bubba, we saw this day coming. You specifically said the day will come when Tal is is either turned off or they've designed around him. You've said this. They have backed themselves into a corner. They are going to have to, quote, unquote, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Bubba Joe, you said they're either going to have to design new hostels around Tal, disable Tal, or, huh, the, the dreaded word, nerf him. That's what you said. They have to. Yep. Yep. And it so is I, I, inevitable. So hang on. So let's make sure we're very clear about this. Double O, Tal works everywhere else, not on these challenges. Correct. He, he works everywhere. He doesn't work on purples. He does not work on purple hostels, on the fuchsia ones. <laughs> All right. He doesn't work on fuchsia <laughs> hostels. That's what we're going to call it. doesn't work on purples either. Yeah, because we've already got a purple. Okay, can't we can't use it on purples. We've already got purples. All right, doesn't Wait, work on purples. All right, and purples. he's he's not going to work on level seventies either. Says Canine Tooth <laughs> or sixty ones. Yeah, because him and Trader are already plotting how they're going to get through G seven. All right. <laughs> I was going to have it where someone's got to like be thinking long term. That's right. Somebody's yeah. got to be planning for their future. Okay. Uh, so, I think you use latinum as ammunition. <laughs> That's right. G6. You're just going to load up. Uh, repair bills are actually going to be straight latinum in G6. Uh, you heard it here first. So uh, nice. Tal is not working against Q's trials, as Ripper points out. I'm not against that. You guys know how I feel about Tal. I'm glad that he helps everybody. But he he is. Listen, if we were going to if we were going to compare him to something else that we have mostly enjoyed the benefit of yet hate it would be strike team he's a pve strike team okay it destroys any kind of thoughtful process it destroys any kind of creativity or strategy it was just the meta okay so terrible terrible just like strike team you guys hate strike team yet you love strike team it, it's it i don't even know if people love it like they can't not use it like, the only way to be successful is to use it, but people hate it because it's become the meta. There, there's no competing with it. There's literally no competing with Strike Team. So, really kind of interesting love-hate relationship there. But, yes, anyway, my, I digress. My point was intended. The fact that Tal is not working against Q's Trials Hostels is intended. All right, but uh, to my earlier point, Bubba Joe, there are some players, finally, for the first time. Trader, you have mentioned, and I know you haven't played the game, um, but given the fact that players like Canine Tooth 
are coming in here and saying, okay, I finally have to, to think about a crew. I can't just send out uh, a Dideradex with Mbenga and win. You've been saying for the past year, and this may not be enough, but it could be a step in the right direction where you said, actually, give me something interesting to do, right? Trader, you have said before, Bubba, you've said the same thing. You want hostels. You want challenges in the game, something that's actually going to provide you a little bit of something interesting. Is it possible that Q's Trials has started to scratch the surface on that right here and now? Canine Tooth, Bubba, Trader, have they finally so, started to create content that is challenging and interesting for all levels in this game? I said this on Wednesday's show, and I think I said it on Twitch. Q's Trials is interesting. It is going to... I haven't had much trouble with it, but I can see where it's going to in the growth rate and how the ships go up. Mm -hmm. I can see how it's going to be absolutely critical uh, to think about your think about the ship you're going up against and the crew that you're bringing towards it and the ship that you bring to defeat. All of that is going to start to matter for me, and I like that part. And and when we talked about this um, uh, either Wednesday or on Twitch, I said that. If I was to rate these, Q's Trials would get a very high rating. And at the time, the broken forbidden technology or the questionable benefits of forbidden technology would get a very low rating because of that. Mm -hmm. So I've always I've been a fan of Q's Trials from the beginning. Like this, this is this is good. You know what else is kind of crazy about that? And I'm glad he's here on the stage. You know who else has been positive? about Q's trials, not the entire month or not forbidden technology, but Q's trials specifically. Who else has been a fan of that but your one and only Criminal Heroic Tashcan? Who has said, and I and again, correct me if I'm wrong, Rip, this feature <laughs> is designed well. The UI is I mean, ple- I mean the, the progression well, is... Well, <laughs> Ripper has some very specific complaints about forbidden technology and... I think they're actually legitimate, but well, forbidden I, technology. But Ripper, let's come back to Q's I'm sorry, trials. I'm sorry, the Q's trials of specifically about where the hostile spawns. Right, we have talked about the system spawning. That was that was a clear failure uh, that Ripper says that he would have fixed in in four minutes. Uh, aside from it that, it wouldn't have launched in this state if I were involved. Well, but it would have still launched on time because you said it was a simple thing to fix. Now that being said. All right, and I'm not going to disagree. We've talked about that previously. I'm not going to go down that road again. Uh, but as a general whole, Q's Trials is... See, I, I, this is what is interesting to me. Everybody that I've talked to, for the most part, Bubba Joe, does find this interesting. They enjoy that part of this feature. They enjoy the challenges. They enjoy um, how it's sourcing rewards and and all that stuff. And again, I kind of laugh and go back and be like, okay, we've had this forever. All right, it's called field training. All right, it's just got a different a different skin on it. But people do I, really like this. And training ends. You you keep you keep saying that, and I'm with I'm with Blue, and I'm with, with Steven Zarin. This is absolutely a prettier, better prettier. In for interference version of combat training okay that's yeah, fair you, you you were comparing this to like the away team stuff and how i like, don't care about that but this is my my comments on like the twitch before were about how this is a perpetually you know in, like an infinite feature but with a finite amount of milestones at the moment and i'm hoping it gets like a field training treatment where there's folders of trials mm. 
What I am worried about is exactly that, Blue. What I'm worried about with this feature is that players have burst played this thing. All right? And Scopely has not demonstrated, Bubba, we've seen it time and time and time again, that Scopely has not demonstrated the willingness to come back and revisit older features. Blue, what do you mean if, they've burst played it? I'm talking about how Tier 2 is self-sustaining and Tier 3 is self-sustaining. Like, when you get the building there, which is the time gate, all right, and I see it in the chat, free-to-play, aren't going to get there for a while. By the way, I haven't spent on the building. I'm still not Tier 7 yet. I've done my Tier 1. That's it. I've done my Tier 1 challenges. I'm with you guys. I have not gone through and done Tier 2 yet because yeah, I'm not. I, and on that, I will say uh, congrats on Scopely for actually um, doing something that is good game design. And because players can make it all the way through Challenge 1, right, is what you're saying. They can make it all the way through however far they can get with the ships they currently have. Oh. It's engageable content that they can get a good chunk of engagement with before being asked for a price check, you know, paycheck. See, now Stevens, Stevens has a good point. He says it could be interesting in a month or two. The burst hitting of underpowered vessels is boring, and I do get that. You imagine gotta, imagine you if you that. couldn't just rush through it and you had to wait to hit all yeah. those underpowered uh, vessels. Imagine, uh, imagine that. Imagine if, you know, players like myself and uh, Anders, uh, imagine if we were, you know, forced to do this three ships at a time and we'd still be only halfway through Tier 1. How frustratingly slow that would be. That's true. And and that's a fair point. So if Scopely's looking through and looking at this time gate, maybe, maybe it's appropriate, okay? I just, again, I kind of... I shouldn't be complaining because it sounds like a lot of people really like this, okay? And and so I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not trying to complain. I guess I'm just saying, Bubba Joe, from the shoe on the other foot position, are we talking about this feature that that a lot of players are going to get four or five days out of, like forever, and that's it? You know what I'm saying? And that's what I worry about because they have not demonstrated the ability to come back and pick up previous content. Blue, if they did a new ladder for every single arc. I would take it back, but we know they won't. You know what I'm saying? Like it Scopely has there's not. A, there's a daily to it. They have well. never so like, demonstrated. They have never demonstrated the ability to come back and expand on other content timely and consistently. If there was a new ladder that came out with every single arc moving forward, I would take it all back. But this is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at Q's trials, which, by the way, we love. Okay. And really, at the end of the day, we're going to get five or six days out of it, Bubba Joe. Then the reward is forbidden technology, which... What, what, why are you only getting five? You can engage in it as much as you want. If you decide to burst through all of the trials, and then you're doing just three bills a day, then that's the choice that you've made. I know for a fact I can burst through all of the trials that I have access to right now. You know what I'm doing? I am using my three bells, and I am supplementing it with rewards from the track, and I'm doing my five bell refined. I'm doing both of those dailies every day. Okay. There's no reason to rush because I'm at level 25 of the building, which, yes, that means I spent. This is not a free-to-play what I did, but I'm at level 25. I need 15 more levels of the building. That is going to take a long forever. Time. There yeah. is no purpose in, in rushing through it at this point. I can enjoy it, and I can freely... Do the five bell refine every day. Now, if you burst through it and you're waiting on that level seven, my recommendation be to you would be 
when you get to that level, just start doing five. Okay. Do three and collect a reward and do five. And slowly go through that and collect your five. Because once you're through and you're done with that, now you're locked into one daily. You're not going to be able to do both dailies. Okay. Unless you buy bells. Three, I think about three years ago, Scobie ran out of like cliff ahead signs. And uh, they just ran with it. <laughs> well, and, you know, and, and Knight Rider and points Kinter? it out. Knight Rider says, okay. what's wrong with one thing ending that, you know, we all have to do? I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, Knight Rider. I think the thing is we like it and it's new and maybe this is something we don't want to end. On the other hand, maybe people do look like it, uh, look at it like a chore, Bubba Joe, and this is not adding the quote-unquote grind or screen time that everybody feared that it would, and so now it's become more acceptable. Maybe that is also a valid perspective. I, uh, I, I guess I just do kind of worry about the time gating of the building. If you don't spend on this thing, it looks like it's going to take a long time. <laughs> That's one thing I wanted to say I, was... T- yeah, t- I mean, time getting the building is kind of... Yeah, but, you know... Go ahead, Potts. They kind of have to make money. Yeah, I get it. Go ahead, Potts. You have a choice. You can use the stuff to upgrade the building or you or to, to get to buy the, the stuff in the refinery to up, upgrade the building every every once in a while, or you use that same stuff to upgrade your uh, forbidden text. You're at a you're at a choice. Uh, what do I do first, right? What do I, you know, I kind of want to do uh, the building to get to, to level seven, um, so I haven't upgraded anything, just concentrating on that, and mm-hmm. I'm still not going to get to level seven before the end of the SMS that's not labeled heroic um, for unlocking... Uh, um, forbidden tech. I will not. I will not get to the level seven to unlock any more, and I will be one, uh, one step short from that fourth uh, milestone. Okay. Well, and I gotta it's be honest with you. I'm not. Of... I'm not. Yeah, I'm not oh, a thousand percent upset with that particular design. Like we've talked in the past about Bubba Joe about their game design uh, kind of coming in and and maybe. Um doing a little bit more of a hybrid style event. I know that there are completionists out there, but we've talked about how all events should have some partial completion and then other, you know, maybe some of the higher milestones. I'm not offended by that particular introduction, although it would be nice to communicate that probably a little clearly, but, but nonetheless. It would have been nice to mark it as a heroic, you know, no, and, and that would signify to people that, like, you're not going to complete this unless you pay money. Right. Yeah. I honest, can, which event not, are you talking about? It's, it's not exactly heroic. Port of Q? Uh, the, uh, he's talking about the Forbidden Tech Acquisition SMS, I'm guessing. Hmm. Exactly. The the SMS for unlocking. Uh... And he's correct. I had 35 points. And, Putz, you're breaking up real bad, so I don't have a good connection on you. Uh, I had 35 points until I purchased uh, until I purchased one. And he's correct. I would not have likely gotten to building level 7 uh, before the end of this event. All right, so I, I think that might be a valid, and I played it very aggressively, Bubba Joe. I played it very aggressively, um, and I did the same thing. I used Proto Matter for building parts, et cetera, et cetera, but I wasn't going to get there uh, in the next 36 hours um, until I actually purchased one the other day, and that was, of course, my epic, so it gave me enough points to finish. All right, but nonetheless, nonetheless, taking, taking that aside, uh, I'm glad that you guys are are kind of liking the the feature of Q's trials. It is a new approach. It's it's interesting. And so, Bubba, let me let me try to rain on your parade for a second before we move on to Forbidden Tech. 
All right. And, and again, I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm enjoying it as well. I am puzzled by some of this stuff. Even Ripper says it's good design. Bubba likes it. Canine Tooth finds it interesting. Blue I mean, is 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 okay, good with it. I want I want to clarify my it's good design point. It is good design relative to Scopely. <laughs> okay, that's fair. It's important context. That, that is important context, okay? Uh, that's fair. Zandy's saying I enjoy it. So uh, let me, just for devil's advocate, Bubba Joe, let me present um, an argument that Steven Zaren is probably going to come out and tell me, oh, hogwash, DJs. All right. But again, this looks to me like something, Bubba Joe, that they launch without any long-term vision or at least not long-term vision that's apparent to the players. And what I mean by that, Bubba Joe, is what about, for example, common fragments, uncommon fragments? All right, where do those come from, community? Let me just ask you, Bubba, because you're in Tier 2, you're in Tier 3. Where do common and uncommon fragments actually come from? You mean the stuff to to unlock the forbidden uh-huh. technology? Yes. The refinery? The ref- no, they yes. don't. No, yes. you can exchange them in the refinery, right? You can well, they ex- come from the milestones. Exactly. Exactly. You can exchange them in the refinery for the ones that you want. I'm sorry, let me rephrase. You can exchange them in the refinery for the singular one that you want. Because, like skill points, Bubba Joe, when they first came out, there is a finite limited supply because they're in the milestones and once you complete the milestones you are wham bam done god forbid somebody actually uh split their shards into more than one because they think that they can just do a daily refund don't do it right pretty sure sure you can't afford all of them yeah i'm pretty sure you can get all of them dj i'm sure it like adds up perfectly Okay. Yeah. Okay, Mimi says I'm wrong. I can't tell exactly because I have a bunch uncollected, but... Have we chased that all the way through? All the uncommons? All the pretty rares? Sure. Pretty sure. All the uncommons? I came pretty close, and I have a whole bunch to go. All the rares. You've got... I don't think so, guys. You have five rares in the game. Now, there are only two uncommons, hang on. in fairness. Now, hang on. There are only two in the store. And I don't think the others are ever coming to the store. When? What do you mean in the store? You mean in the refinery? In the refinery. There are only two in the refinery, and I don't think any of the others are ever coming to the refinery. Yeah, okay. The pay only and the Jace, only. that's my point. Now, listen, that's exactly my point, okay? Now, I don't think that they will always be pay only. I think that they will have an acquisition path eventually, okay? But that is like, exactly... Uh, like an extra dock? Or a second building. Well, fair, fair point. All right, and that kind of therein lies my point. This is all finite. Okay, there's no, there's nowhere to go with it. As a matter of fact, the only way that you can add more forbidden tech, maybe this is the ray of sunshine, Blue Mandalorian. The only way to add more forbidden technologies is to add additional ladders. Maybe that is... that's not true. How you figure? They can add a forbidden technology and reward it through the arc or reward it through another type of event or put it in the battle pass. 
So this arc Completely right here. Completely different sourcing, which they will end up doing versus just keeping it within the trials and having another folder. Yeah, or or your, Mimi's right. They'll just create a new bundle pack. And that's kind of my, that's kind of, I guess maybe Bubba Joe Scopely has forced me into, into thinking maybe, maybe this is the FOMO. I don't know. I look at this and I see a very finite sourcing plan here. You know, of course, I, we said the same thing about uh, skill points. We really did. Then Titan came out and solved that problem. So maybe you're well, right. Well, hang on, hang on. So the difference is, is that skill points came out, they were finite nowhere close to enough to do everything. Plus, there was no sourcing for rare skill points. As compared to this content they released, they allowed you the opportunity to get everything they released into the refinery. They're giving you, if you go through the trees, they're giving you what you need as rewards to go through the refinery, get those forbidden technologies. They're not hiding anything from you. Some of it is pay-only right now. But basically, everything that they've released into the refinery is achievable within the trees. So would you agree or disagree, then, that you would equate some of these quote-unquote unavailable technologies to rare skill points? Not sourced unless you pay. I would not equate it to rare skill points because rare know. skill points... I, I, so I would... So the prob- the difference is, is that you released a you release so you're saying that the that the skills on the fleet commanders that required rare skill points are the same as the forbidden technology that are pay only that's your that's your yes. posit yeah yeah it is and and for players who who are going to progress through this thing this was one of my questions for tomorrow night's game design bubba joe what motivation does a non spender have to engage with this feature. So let's transition, Bubba Joe. This is a perfect segue, all right, to the effectiveness of some of these forbidden technologies. And if you would do me the favor, Bubba Joe, let's start with something that everybody's going to get, right? Let's look at, I don't know, what's fair? What's an uncommon that everybody's going to get? Transphasic Torpedo? Is that fair? That's an uncommon. Can we look at that one? Pretty fair. Okay, Uh, Blue Mandalorian says fair. So uh, let's take a look at some analytical data. Transphasic torpedoes. Now, the challenge, the torpedoes, is what I said. You equip them. You equip them on your vessels. Um, (laughs) Transposic torpedoes. Yes. Um, All right. So I am working with limited data. All right. I'm working with limited data. I can't do. uh, I can't do as much as we would like, Blue. Uh, you can't do as much as we'd like because we're still missing a large chunk of data. All right. However, we do have a few reference points now, Bubba Joe. Uh, thanks to the blog post that uh, Emperor Echo puts out, we know uh, at least the values of some of these at various tiers. So now this is just an uncommon. It is free to play. All right. Uh, when I say free to play, you can unlock it free to play even with the tier one trials. Okay, so literally everybody in the game who's participating with Q's trials should be able to unlock transphasic torpedoes by the end of this month. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Are we all agreed, Bubba Joe? That is a complete mm-hmm. free-to-play month one acquisition uh, forbidden tech. So tier one, level one, increasing damage to armadas by 30%. Now, I do kind of remind and point out this is tier one, level five, mind you, which is not easy nor cheap. Just throwing that out there. However, 30% increase to damage 
two armadas. Now, do we feel that that what is... What are you looking at? I'm looking at the blog post. I'm also... Yeah, no, that's correct. Tier one, level five, level five. Oh, I was clipped on the wrong one. Yeah, I was level five. My bad. No, right. You're fine. And by yes. the way, level five is arguable free to play, okay, because of the amount of proto matter you need. So that one's even arguable. But even having the unlock, maybe level one, level two, level three, okay. But level five is the data that I'm looking at. We're looking at a 30% boost of damage against Armadas. Do we find that to be substantive? No. Okay. That's the free-to-play acquisition this month. So, again, I um, I kind of uh, – what what is it when you ask a question but you don't expect an answer? Somebody help me with that special – Rhetorical. Rhetorical. All right. Somebody help me with that fancy word. So, my rhetorical question remains, what's my motivation as a free-to-play player? Okay? Fair. Which is, which is what I was <laughs> saying last week, that based on the bonuses they are showing in-game – Tier 1, level 1 through 5, these did not look impressive. Okay, fair enough. So, let's continue through the gate. Let's continue Bubba Joe earning the refinery credits. Let's continue doing the daily bells, and we're going to earn the tier up catalyst, and we're going to earn the proto matter by spending the bells every day. And eventually, we're going to get this thing to tier 2. Which, let's not undersell. You can do all of that. None of that is locked behind a paywall. Correct. That is also a very fair and valid point. All right. Dailies, uh, the small daily is, in fact, a daily. You can do it every single day. The big daily, I believe I could generally sum it up with Bubba Joe. You can't do the big daily unless you're actively in a ladder. Okay. Correct. If you are in between ladders, you're going to be stuck with the small daily. But if you're actively working your inventory uh, with challenge bells and you're currently involved in a ladder, then you could do the large daily. Okay. Now, uh, let's take a look at tier two. All right. Which, uh, by the way, we don't have data on. But tier two, we have busted our free to play humps. All right. Hey, look, Jay says I can actually take it to tier two. Uh, free to play if it's successful. Okay, Jace, tell me what your damage to Armada boost is at tier two. Because well, Bubba, he, he said he can, not that he did. Well, but no, that's my point. He can see it, so it should give oh, him the true. increase. Still displayed, right? All right, yeah, it'll be yeah, displayed, yeah, so yeah. he should you're be right, able to see right. it. It is displayed, which, by the way, very well, useful. Very, yeah, that is good. We're we're gonna circle back to that UI piece here in just a moment. Uh, I'm asking, like, where's the chart? It's the lack of these screenshots. That's the reason. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, so, well, and there's so helps. much. There's so much here. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm yeah, trying I'm to. Just waiting for. Yeah, I'm trying to get Scopely to hand it over, but uh, challenging. Anyway, um, okay, thank you, Daddy Dave. Appreciate you. So here we go. Tier two is thirty five percent. Hitting tier two, Bubba Joe, would be thirty five percent. All right, hitting tier two level six would be forty percent. All right, let's continue up. Um. Do we get any additional abilities? No. Still damage to our models. No. Just all right. Still damage to our models. As a matter of fact, we can suppose, all right, we can suppose that 7 is 40, 8 is 45, 9 is 50, and let's go with, let's go with tier 3, Bubba Joe, as, I don't know, 50, let's leave it at 50%. All right. But then you get to tier 3. 
and now you unlock another ability, increasing piercing against group armadas <laughs> by 5%. 5%. Again, my rhetorical question remains, why do I care? Okay? Because I can tell you right now, I don't. Not in the slightest. Let's look at Tier 3, Level 15. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We're piercing up to uh, 7% now. Uh, Let's fast forward another six months, Bubba Joe, and go to Tier 4, Level 20, where we unlock a third ability, increasing critical damage against group armadas by 6%. Now, that is better than the previous two, admittedly, but 6%. Critical damage. We have singular officers that can do 6%. Okay? A singular officer that can provide you 6% critical damage boost. So, again, I don't care. The 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 six months or longer, Bubba, that it's going to take to get this thing to Tier 4? Don't care. Let's fast forward another year. Tier 6, Bubba Joe, where we finally get a boost in damage of 120%, a piercing boost of 30%, and a critical damage boost of 16%. Bubba Joe? No, no, let me ask. Uh, Karkin or Putz, have we ever, have you guys ever kind of laid out and and figured out what your total percent damage uh, bonus was in the game? Could Could we safely say at Ops 40 that that might be what? 2,500%, 2,000%. If if you're beast mode. Mine is probably like 3,500 now. Okay. 3,500, even better. Bubba Joe, 3,500%. We could come back to pick Riker and pick Worf and ask the same question that we did last time. If a 600% damage boost wasn't worth it for pick Riker, then we should be tripping over ourselves to get 120% damage boost, right? So so DJ, I want to I want to ask you a question. Okay. I have an ability that I'm gonna read. Okay. Sure. If the ship is a battleship, increase its armor by fifteen percent. But okay. if you invest done. a bunch of resources into it, you can change the ability to if the ship is a battleship, increase its armor by 40%. Yeah, don't care. The okay. old fleet commander trick. Now, this is an uncommon officer that exists in the game. Is it an uncommon You're officer looking that at... we use? No. You okay. are looking at an uncommon forbidden technology. Okay. And I get it. Were you large... expecting, Nickels were you and expecting dimes... the uncommon? Uncommon forbidden technology to be game-changing. I was expecting it to be worth playing for. Okay? This is the free-to-play path, Bubba Joe. And that therein lies my point. Can a free-to-play grind their way to an epic officer? In some cases, yes. In other cases, no. All right? That doesn't mean that we don't gripe about it when it happens. I mean... Grind their way to an epic officer? That seems really unlikely. But can they eventually acquire an epic officer? Probably. But let's talk about an epic 
forbidden technology that everyone will be given. An epic that everyone will be given. Yes. All right. I'm interested. Metreon Cascade Warhead. Oh. I'm looking forward to that one. I am very much looking forward to that one, except that it requires building level 40. So, Bubba Joe, you and I were just talking about the math on this the other day. Oh, Wait a second. Metreon Cascade Warhead? Why does it require building level 40? I thought that it, I thought we determined that that required Q's Court 40. Does it not? No. no. Where does it become yeah. available? You complete it after completing the Tier 2 trials. No kidding. Okay, that's better. Yes. So, Tier 2. Wait, Tier 2 is level 7. Yes. So, you're saying everybody will have Metreon Cascade after Tier 2? All right, I take it yes. all back. I do take that back. Metreon Cascade, by the way is the best, in my opinion, in my opinion, it's the best epic that, that exists up there. Yes. It is really what good. What size hostiles do you have to be killing? Because at the end of Tier 2, if you're going to have to be killing higher hostiles, you're going to be higher ops. have to be higher ops for that anyway. Okay, so there's things to like then, and I, and I, I stand corrected. I am very pleased. I thought, I thought that was locked behind Building 40, Bubba Joe. If that's, no, so if that's it, tier seven, do you have your game up? I, do you have I, your game up? I'm pulling it up right now. Right now. Go ahead. Okay. So go ahead and go into uh, Q's Trials and go to the, uh, the, t- the, the tier two, any of the tier twos. I don't think I can open them. You'll op- see that. Oh, I can't open them. Shards no, of I that can't, being. I can't open them, Bubba Joe, because I'm locked. You can't, you can't see inside it. Oh, you can't see inside? Okay. Well, here. I will take a picture. So you know what I, I have to I have to take a step back uh, and and look at the chat best forbidden tech available free to play in month one that does get an attaboy from me to Scopely I think that's actually a fair point okay that that's a fair point I I did not see that because again Bob I can't see in it so community rest assured then that's actually a good thing all right the Metreon Cascade is going to be free to play this month. That's actually huge because it's probably the best epic that exists in that list. All right. So let's talk about Metreon Cascade. What is everybody going to be given the opportunity to do? Here we go. Here we go. Tier 1, level 5, which, by the way, Bubba, again, still not going to be super easy. Tier 1, level 1. Let's just go Tier 1, level 1, just getting the unlock. Okay. Mm-hmm. 100% increased damage against hostiles. Now, that's not super exciting, but it is just the unlock. Tier 1, level 1, right? Yep. Tier 1, level 5, which, by the way, is not going to be easy, okay? Won't be cheap, and you're probably going to fail a you're, couple. You're probably going to fail a couple, you're, absolutely. Yeah, you're probably going to fail a couple. Like, you're, you, you know, I've, I've talked about this. Ripper's talked about it, and Bubba's talked about it, about these chances to fail. It does seem our community is very much unhappy with that particular thing. Now, I will point out... Let me remind everybody, just as a sidebar point here, Bubba Joe, that you need to make a choice. When you see your percentage success rate, do know that you can improve that. I feel like, Bubba Joe, everyone feels like it just is what it is. Okay? Please be aware that your assessment rank influences that percentage. Meaning that you can progress further 
in Q's trials to improve your odds. I've had a lot of people saying, I bought a whole pack and failed every single one. Bubba Joe was a wasted pack. Guys, guys, let's use our heads here a little bit. Why don't you save your resources and progress through Q's trials a little bit deeper and improve your odds? So I would like to understand that. I'm hoping that that's something game design can give you some information on. Okay, let's uh, ask about tomorrow it. Because I haven't observed that. But that Well, I haven't either. I'm still tier one, but that's what I'm told. I'm right, told so, that progressing through Q's trials is going to improve your chances of success. All right, Q's or is that favor. I do. Uh, is that tied to your assessment rank? Well, way? yes, because assessment rank is determined by your progress through the ladders. That's what so I was told. Is that assessment rank? Right. Assessment rank. Right. Look, Ayer says I can confirm. I'm maxed at 10 million assessment. It is absolutely tied to Q's favor. Okay. So there you go. Now, Falcon, well, good point. It, hang on, hang on. Falcon, go very good point. I was 500,000 after the first ladder, did the next two ladders, and I'm still 500,000. Yes, that's how it works, Falcon. That's exactly how it works. Because your assessment rank, your assessment rank is the highest of the three ladders in that group, in that tier. Okay? So if you're looking at tier one, trials you've got battleship interceptor explorer and you finish one then you're you're done your assessment rank is capped until you start tier two so it is the highest ladder within that group within that tier so when you start tier two with one ladder your assessment rank will grow and when you're finished with that one you're capped you can come back and pick up the other two all right, but you can't grow your assessment rank by completing the other two ladders. It is only going to give you ex extra assessment rank by the highest of the three ladders within that tier. Okay. So, DJ. Yes, sir. At assessment rank of ten million. Okay. Okay. I had a sixty-five percent chance to succeed going to tier one. Going to tier one. To go into level two, sorry. Going okay. level one to level two. Fair. At 60 million assessment rank, I have the same 65% chance. No kidding. Correct. Ooh. Is that on an epic? That's on the one we're talking about. The, the epic. The okay. So I would be curious. We do need to ask that question, Bubba Joe. We're definitely going to need to ask that question. So let's make a note of that for tomorrow night. Um, because it's not RNG. Uh, Hunter, I did have a, sus a suspicion, Bubba Joe, and I haven't even really shared this with you yet. I did have a suspicion that the epics are kind of like maybe modeled similarly to ATAs in which the requirements are so high. You remember when ATIs came out and, and you said that you couldn't even get the stats needed for 100% success. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that the epics are that way. I think that that formula or that that that. Uh, algorithm, Bubba Joe, might be so high that even these early stages of, of assessment rank are not having an influence. But I also have seen evidence that on, say, for example, the uncommon or even the commons, right, the assessment rank is influencing that success rate. 
So yes. I, I I think that with the epics, it's probably just a formula that is so daggone high that the assessment rank at this early stage in this first month is not having a, a, a point of impact. Blue Mandalorian jokes in the chat and says, <laughs> there will be a prime. <laughs> Don't be a prime for that. He's probably not wrong. Okay. Prime, cr- prime Q's favor. Get a 25% Actually, boost to Q's favor. I bet we're going to get a consumable. Could be. Could be. Uh, maybe, again. That's this what is, a lot of other games do. That's well, what a lot of other games do when they have this upgrading equipment mechanic that they will give you a consumable that uh, boosts your chance to succeed. Sure. Uh, Perhaps we could also see, maybe this is further evidence, Blue, that future ladders will present in the future. That if the algorithm needs to be made higher, if you need more assessment rank, that perhaps more ladders can come in the future to uh, further improve your odds in promoting some of these forbidden technologies. Maybe this is evidence to support that. Well, DJ's, um, and I do apologize for this ahead of time, just because Scopely might be attentively listening and writing this down. Um, I don't know. But for the ones that are pay only at the moment, if they want to, they still want to get their, you know, pound of flesh. So if they want to integrate like a new folder into it, they could have it where the trial bells are only one of the currencies. Like there's another currency that's like uncommon tickets in terms of slowing you down unless you pay. That's uh the way they sell a prime folder. And I also apologize. I'm not sure I'm fully understanding that, but I, I am curious why blue I think blue works for Scobley. I think he comes out yeah, here to I flesh just, out I just, monetization I've just ideas. I, no, just seriously. Kind of used to thinking how they think. Just yeah, because I, I think he comes out it, here and he's like, he's like, hey, listen, what if we sell you this? And he just waits to see what the audience says, Bubba Joe. <laughs> well, All right. I know Scobie's never going to, their ears are never going to perk unless money is involved. Okay. Um, we, we, could, we could explore that later. Um, and, and probably. I mean, probably could be could be something that's workable, but but nonetheless, uh, let's let's circle back around to to the Metreon Cascade. All right, I, I kind of want to circle back. So yes, by the way, assessment rank on everything other than the epics right now is having an influence, and so you can control that. All right, if you are looking at spending a bunch of tear up catalyst or a bunch of proto matter, and you've got a thirty percent chance or a forty percent chance of success. Is it wise to pull that trigger? Maybe we should wait a little bit. All right. On the other hand, maybe you are swimming in proto matter, right? And by the way, for the record, I believe that we will be. Bubba Joe, if we're progressing through this, like Putt says that it's a catch-22, that we can spend proto matter on upgrading this stuff or we can spend proto matter on the building, right? But the building is the only way to increase our assessment rank. Otherwise, protomatter could end up being a waste. So, would it be wise for us to spend our protomatter, especially when we're in between levels? When we're in so, between levels, the goal is to get the building to the next tier of ladders. So that would be tier 7, or then tier 25, or level 25, rather. Okay? So, so this on, is how on, I Bubba. would approach it. Hang on, Bubba. Okay. Because I want to explain where this protomatter is coming from. Sanders says the building gives bonus to protomatter drops too, though. Yes, Sanders. 
That's exactly my point. For example, if we, if we use protomatter to buy the building parts and we're upgrading the building faster, then every single bell that we spend gives us more protomatter. Protomatter is actually the only thing in this loop that is infinitely available. And I, I mean infinitely, it's time-gated, but it never stops. It's not a milestone reward, and it is paid every single day. You can earn protomatter every single day. So the level of the building is going to get you more of that. But Bubba, to circle back around, my opinion is that eventually players are going to be swimming in protomatter. Now, Divine says, uh, or sorry, certainly says it's a small amount relative to the building level. That might be arguable. All right. Oh, because one point for that. Hang DJ. on, Blue. Is I'm going to finish my point. Thank you, guys. All right. One thing that I want to point out, certainly, is you're right. The redeem is only 100. Most of these building levels, at least at the early levels, I think even at level 25, it only goes up to like 1,100, Bubba Joe. But we can't pull that every single day. My, my early math indicates that most players should probably be able to pull that refinery option. And Putz, I know you were trying to map this thing out. I'm going to go with maybe twice a week. Does that seem appropriate to you, Putz, once you're done with Tier 1? Community, let me ask you guys. We've been in this now for about a week. Once you're done with the Tier 1 ladder and you're just earning protomatter, have you guys found that you've been able to do that once or twice a week? And certainly says, so how many building materials is that a week? Great question. It is 775 because you're going to get 75 a day from your daily and then you'll get 100 when you can pull the refinery. And I was thinking the refinery could be done twice a week. Even if it was once a week, that would be 675. So now let me ask, Bubba Joe. 675. Yeah, it's, it's only once a week. I think it may only be like once every 10 days for me. Um, I think my pull is like 1750. And I'm getting 87 uh, times three. Uh, per day uh, of the proto matter. Okay, Mimi agrees. Slightly over once a week for me. That very well could be fair. All right, I think I just actually pulled uh, my second one. But in fairness, Bubba Joe, we have had we have had extra bells. Right now, Stevens Aaron. As far as the refinery option, he says not even once a week. But don't forget, don't forget, you're also getting seventy five a day in the in the daily. Okay. Now, so somebody somebody is asking, what is the math on that? Crazy enough, I did it. All right. Uh, here we go. I wrote it out. It's in my questions, Bubba Joe, for game design. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Building materials. Tier 2 ladders at court level 7 appear to be very possible within this current month free to play, which unlocks the one uncommon uh, Forbidden Tech and apparently now the epic that I missed out on. Um, however, the next set of Forbidden Tech does not unlock until court level 25. At current acquisition levels in the game, and assuming that you'll be able to do one pull, by the way, I did conservatively say one pull per week. You guys are telling me that might even still be too aggressive. But uh, in my math, at one pull per week of the refinery option, which in turn does damage your ability to upgrade forbidden technology, 
you're looking at 625 building parts per week. Per stfc.space, it will take 18,900 building parts to get to Q's Court Level 25. Now, Bubba Joe, that math at 625 per week equates to 30 weeks to get to level 25. Now, as I'm writing that out, 30 weeks to get to level 25, I actually kind of realized that may not be that bad. It's about six months, a little over, seven months. Is that horrid? Is it horrid? Let me ask that question. Bubba Joe, to get to Q's court, level 25, completely free to play, 30 weeks. Here's the problem, DJ, and the pictures are in the chat. So there's two pictures I want you to look at. Okay. The Forbidden Tech refinery option for an Ops 44 costs 1800 mm-hmm. for 100 shards. Yep. Okay. Uh, for an yeah. Ops 25, it is 1200 And for, for me, it's 2050 Exactly. They foobarred that. Because that should be it, based on the level of the building. Yep. And or not by ops. it should... Or, or it should it's, be the same cost regardless of ops. There's no well, ops has no influence on making that uh, your acquisition of that better. I think it might, and that is the what I was trying to say is that once you go up to the level two challenges, you're paying the same twenty five bells, but you're getting a fifty percent increase in proto matter, one hundred and twenty versus eighty. So they're just assuming oh. if you're a higher ops, you're hitting higher and getting again, more proto matter. That, and I'm not saying that's fair. I'm just saying that's how their mind is probably working. But again, it's not like you can just like, yes, I have a bigger ship so I can hit hit these, but I don't have the ability to make up this kind of gap. It's not anywhere close. Now, Purge, that it, that is not this is possibly one pitfall of this. All right, I'm going to, I like this picture. Thank you. I know it's in a foreign language, but I, I appreciate it. I'm going to grab this in the graphics room because I want to talk about this picture, Bubba Joe. Take a look at this picture, okay? If you're in podcast, this is a very important picture, all right? This guy has put an X through those higher milestones. Presumably, Bubba Joe, it's because this player cannot proceed any further, right? Like he's done. Like that's as far as he yep. can go. Can we assume that? All right. Yep. Here's the problem for this player. We can look at the top, even though it's in another language. We can see, Bubba Joe, this is a one-star trial. Okay? He is not able to finish his one-star trials. Can we all agree? Which means he's done. You are done. And that is a problem. Yes. Because look over here at the top right. If he can't proceed, and this is a one-star trial, he is done with his proto matter. And Bubba, you heard me tell, echo this on day one. This is a problem. That was my concern is when when players started to and I didn't figure it was gonna happen at tier one, so and that was that was a bad assumption on my part. Clearly this can happen at tier one. Um so my concern was what happens when someone gets stuck and they can no longer engage in the loop. Now, in fairness, Everybody in the chat is countering me, Bubba Joe, and it is a fair point. Iron Chef says, done for now. Roger Workman says, done until he's upgrading his ships. Roboski says he just needs to grow research or ships to meet the challenge. Divine says, until he upgrades his ship. Wham says, you're assuming he's doing it correctly. What about crew? All fair points. 
Okay, absolutely all fair points. And this is where Stevens Aaron would come back and say, okay, it's like combat training, right? We just have to wait, Bubba Joe, until we can do it. And, and in fairness, they can still do the daily. They can still do the daily because that's based on spending the bells. And further, Bubba Joe, he would be, as I could see in the chat, holding back his progression to get to Q's court level seven. But does he need to be there? If he can't finish the Tier 1 trials, does he need Q's Court 7? No. He can't be there because he can't do those challenges because he can't finish the Tier 1 ladder. Now, fast forward this, Bubba Joe. Let's pretend it's not a Tier 1 ladder. Let's pretend this exact same scenario, but it's a Tier 2 ladder. How does the formula change? I'm stuck. I can't proceed. Can I still earn proto-matter... Now, if I am stuck partially through a Tier 2 ladder, am I done? It's a trick question. It's a trick question, everybody. Anybody know? Can I still earn protomatter if I am stuck midway up a Tier 2 ladder? No, DJ, because you could go back and do a tier one. Yes, Putz. Putz gets the prize. Correct, Putz. Yay. Absolutely correct, Putz. And that is another thing that people are missing. You are not done with Proto Matter at that particular point. You can still upgrade your forbidden technology. You can still progress on your building, although, Putz, it is, again, arguable as to whether or not you would need to push the building if you can't even finish the Tier 2 ladder. Why do you need to unlock the Tier 3 ladder? You can't even finish the Tier 2 ladder. But Hang on. Keenzer, why would you blow up your ship three times a day? All you have to do is spend the bells. Yeah, you don't even have to go. You just correct. have to spend the bells. You don't, you don't have to go, okay? In fairness, right. that's, that's correct. Now, again, let me come back and... and Kill tier uh, ones for, uh, you know, 240 protomatter. Yeah. Plus bonus. Okay, that's got... You're repeating the, the tier one. You're going to go back and do the tier one so that you can continue to earn the protomatter. Now, I do see this point, all right? Man, I am so excited to finally have a loop I don't care about. It really frees up my day. Well, let's circle back around, Bubba Joe, and then we got to take our first break. Let's come back to the Metreon Cascade. Let's talk about why we don't care. Okay? Because, obviously, Bubba Joe, the chances are not the best, and we're going to absolutely lose some proto-matter. It's going to happen. Okay? You are going to fail. You are going to eventually upgrade this thing. But now, let's get to... Let's get to... Um, tier 1, Level 5. Tier 1, level 5. Increased damage against hostiles, 400%. Now, Bubba, not huge, not huge, granted, but now meaningful. Or at least visible. We have cloaks that do that. We have exos that do that. Okay? We've demonstrated the, the effectiveness of cloaking and exos in solo armadas. All right, it, we, we've seen damage increase officers, not earth-shattering Bubba Joe, but we've seen them have an impact when grinding rep. When we, we love, well, a lot of people like slash love Beckett Mariner on their lower deck. 
Certainly says can't upgrade that. Got to spend eight months only refining. Nah, I disagree. It's, it, it is. It's, I mean, it's going to be faster than that. But you're right. It is going to be a while, okay? It's not going to be fast. And, and certainly, you're, you're going to get to a point where, like, you finally got the proto matter to hit the upgrade button, and then it fails. All right? And then you feel like crap. All right? So that's going to happen, too. <laughs> that's going to happen, too. But eventually, and it's probably going to take a few months, you're going to get that thing to level five. Okay? Cool, cool, cool. Bubba Joe, let's go way forward down the line. And again, again... I'm not naive. This is the free-to-play forbidden technology, but let's not pretend, Bubba Joe, to get it to Tier 3 is going to be an act of Congress. All right? To get it to Tier 3 is going to take a lot of resources and a lot of time. Agreed? Do, do we agree there, probably? Yes. Okay. Yes. Tier 3 is going to be a lot of resources and a lot of time. But, Bubba Joe, we add another ability. And our damage against hostiles comes up to 1,100%. And you get a whole health bonus of 450%. Now, I know that there's been a lot of whole health bonuses in the game here lately. Okay, I know there's been a lot of that. And, and Double Soul, I'm not d diminishing the time it's going to take to get to Tier 3. But again, I, I do point out, this was a free-to-play, epic, forbidden technology. I'm okay with it taking time to grind. All right. I hope that it doesn't take as much as I'm thinking it's going to, Bubba, because I'm I'm upwards of like ten to twelve months on getting this thing to tier three, is my estimation. All right. Now that may not that may not hold true. Stevens Aaron's going to come out and say, well, it always gets better. Okay. It always gets better, and that's true. It does. But Bubba Joe, we have primes, a new prime in the game this month. That's four hundred percent whole health. And here's a piece of forbidden technology, free to play. That given enough time to grind is essentially equivalent to a prime. I am not dismissive of that particular thing. We're seeing a, a slight, God, call me crazy, Bubba. I'm seeing a slight little bit of creativity when it comes to sourcing prime level buffs. We've got the Dolomide now with the field training and Voyager that's going to give a prime. Two, three, three primes. No, one prime. One prime? Yeah, one prime. Is it one prime? Yeah. <laughs> Had to think about it for a second. We've got one prime but free in the Voyager field training. Now we're looking at a piece of forbidden technology that is probably going to take about a year that free-to-play is going to grind out this new one prime whole health uh, bonus. Further, well, Bubba, it continues to grow and scale, which is one of the things that you've talked about in the past. Correct, correct. And this isn't giving you the prime. You can have this and, and the, prime, the prime. They right? do stack. That's correct. They, they, they're, they're not, it's not exclusive, but it is the level of bonus yeah. that is equivalent to a prime that just released. Absolutely. Bubba, let's fast forward, and I'm not even going to begin to give you time. All right, but let's fast forward. Tier 6 on this thing adds a third ability, which we were talking about the uncommon transphasic torpedo a minute ago, and you were making fun of me for making fun of it. Let me ask you. Critical hit chance for the first three rounds against hostiles, an increase of 16%. Is that worth it? That's an entirely different ballgame than Which small percentages of sure damage. Sure is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's fast forward another 15 years. Tier 8. <laughs> All right, Tier 8, where that crit hit chance uh, improves to 28%. Your whole health, dear God in heaven, 
is 1,800% boosted, Bubba Joe, and your damage against hostiles, 1,500%. Is that going to do something? Now, again, I, I have no illusion. I'm just talking about the potential. I'm at the potential, guys. I fully acknowledge even Bubba Joe is going to spend an arm and a leg to get to Tier 8, okay? I'm not, I'm well, not stupid, but... Here's, here's why I don't work for Scopely, and that is what's going to be your average hall, build, hall health boost by the time you get there? Well, that Bubba has brought up that point in the past. By the time somebody does get a year into this feature, and crazy enough, thank you, Blue, for validating my question, All right, same kind of thing that I put in my notes to game design. In a more general sense, why the extreme time gates, Bubba Joe? To even acquire these uh, forbidden technologies is going to take ages. And on top of that, you have to have thousands upon thousands of materials needed from two or three different currencies per technology to even upgrade them. Giving you almost a double time gate, which you guys seem to be a fan of lately. Not only the wait to even unlock it, but then the snail's pace at which to upgrade them. We've asked this before, and I'll ask again, why should players care? about one to two years of grind for a set of buffs that are inconsequential today, much less 24 months from now when these buffs will be drowned out in the noise of other research and power creep introduced into the game until that time. Okay, so let's. I'm going to stop you right there. So I think you were thinking about the torpedo and the silly little mining buff and the other common, right? Okay. Those bonuses are, I will agree with you, those bonuses are inconsequential. Is there anything about these bonuses that appears inconsequential to you? Not today. No, I agree. Not today. And I was thinking I'm about, about the Metreon. The, the Metreon. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. The Metreon here today is pretty significant. If you got this thing to tier six and you got an 1,800% hull health boost, yeah, that's pretty big. But Bubba, kind of the same question applies. Yes. They have been inflating hull. They've been using a lot of hull health here lately. You even said I that. I agree. They've been using I a lot agree. of whole health. So let's continue that pattern for 24 months. What's your whole health bonus going to be uh, two years from now? Is 1,800% going to be consequential? Obviously, we can't know the answer to that. But they certainly aren't slowing down. They aren't going to reduce it anywhere. It's not going down. Right. But the, the difference in between something like this and something that they would have introduced six months ago is something like this would have given you... 200% whole health and, and 800% and, and been nothing. Right. Yeah. It, and so I, I want, you know, again, I, I understand you're, you're very passionate about this and you were coming at this from the, I, the beginning of the show, you were like, these are worthless. And I'm like, well, hang on the one you get for the one, the probably the best one they released. They're giving you for free, and it's it's very relevant. It's relevant. Take a lot of time. It's relevant if you can get it there. Okay, yes. I don't disagree yes. that they're dangling a very shiny carrot here. Okay, I, I don't disagree. The bonuses are very well chosen. These are tempting. As a matter of fact, players who who get the Metreon Cascade, if you're tempted to spend on this thing, I get it. I totally understand. I'm tempted to spend on it as well. It's a good, good benefit. It's a good buff here and now. Bubba Joe, agree? Yes or no? Of it course. is a good buff here and now. Yes, it is. I'm tempted to spend on it. No doubt. Which is what they're after. Okay. What's the requirement? 
Uh, Q's, Q's court level seven. And then the, just the completion of the of the level two challenges. And completion of yes. the level two challenges. That's it. That's definitely free to play. It's it's know, absolutely free to play. It's absolutely free to play. Okay. Now Delurch says, and again to my point, thank you Delurch for having my back. Hey DJ, can we also take into account that these only affect one ship? If it takes a couple of years to get to a point where we can add it to one ship, who cares? And again, that's kind of the point that I'm drawing out there, Delurge. All right? If you were going to approach this truly free-to-play, these buffs, while tempting Bubba Joe, are not realistic for a player who's free-to-play. So again, I do come back and say a year, two, three years from now when these buffs are obtainable for a free-to-play player, are they going to matter? And of course, we can't know that. So... But let's let's revisit this assumption, right? So if you're a free-to-play player, yes, they have introduced a lot of whole health buffs, right? Uh, the uh, the the building we just the artifact gallery, right? What level of your artifact gallery if you're free to play? Oh gosh, 20? I don't I don't know because I spent on I spent on mine. No, I think the artifact Literally. gallery would be better along uh, now. My artifact gallery. <laughs> I'm Mine's at 40. 39. I'm at 40, but I spent on mine, so I don't know. I don't know where you guys are. I don't want to assume. I apologize. So 30. So it's roughly 30, right? Okay. So that's 273%, which is not nothing, right? But it's not the same level as what this thing is going to get to when you take it up, right? So I, I, I hear you, right? They have been adding these bonuses, but for your free-to-play player, they have these bonuses at a much lower level than I'm going to have them or you're going to have them true. that are engaging in the content and getting these things to a much higher advanced state. Yeah, that's true. The, yeah, it's the free-to-play accessibility that's the most appetizing part of that whole health. It is uh, accessibility. I, I agree with that. I, I I guess, you know, and again, this is devil's advocate. Let me be very clear. I'm not out of love with this feature. I'm really not. Okay? I think that the blog post that Echo posted with these with the, the percentages, Bubba Joe, it kind of came back. You and I were joking yesterday. It was like, tell me why I should care. Like, I'm not investing until I know. Blue, you said the same thing. I'm not going to invest in this thing until I know what could potentially be the, the end game. I think uh, Emperor Echo agreed with you, and he got this blog post out because, uh, and, and for the record, I do know that they're working on it on stfc.space, but they're working on something else first. So this is taking a back seat. And somebody's going to say, Bubba Joe, well, what could possibly take a back seat to you know, getting out the new research buffs and stuff like that into SCFC.space? Let me just point out, there is, we will be much happier. I, 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 when they told me what if they were works. prioritizing, I said, okay, go ahead and continue. <laughs> I said, it's, yeah, it's creator codes, isn't it? Yeah, no, uh, yes, absolutely. It's a way for me to make more money. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the but, but for, for uh, Scully's future <laughs> reference, though, uh, if they – if they want people to spend money on their content in the future, they should make sure they at least tell them why. Oh, yeah. I agree, they should do it. And so does Echo. <laughs> That's why this blog post came out. And, and he wrote the blog post only after being told by the STFC.space team, like, okay, we only have time. Like, we can prioritize one or the other. What do you want? And both Echo and I agreed, keep doing what you're doing. Yo, boy. Yo, guys. Keep doing what you're doing over there. That's fine. Sorry. We did, not mean, we did not mean to interrupt. Do you guys need more M&Ms? I could go get some more M&Ms. Y'all want some soda? Y'all, do you need a foot massage? I'll get you a foot massage too. Like, don't you worry about it. You just keep doing what you're doing. We got this. We can write a blog post. We're good. You guys do your thing. All right. Send a work order to uh, Ripper. 
Yeah, that that was Wait, that was how did that you, conversation. Did you say they're prioritizing something for STFC in space? What is it? Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it. DM me. I will. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the audience is going to get. Yeah, that's sorry. That's all you guys are going. Yeah, I can't talk about it. Okay. Uh, Kievo, <laughs> Kievo says the STFC.space team said, we really would like a coffee, but we have no mugs left. <clears throat> uh, sorry, I, I had nothing to do with that. All right. There was plenty of mugs. On their own. There was plenty of mugs when I left. All right. You all shouldn't have run them through the dishwasher and then you'd have plenty of scopely mugs left. Uh, yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Bubba Joe, I want to talk a little bit more about some of these other pieces of forbidden technology as we get ready to kind of wrap up here. We, we, we're already going to go too long. I, I can see We that are now. not going to have enough time to do the 800 names of... Uh, of, uh, oh, yeah. Battleship. We've got a lot of Battleship to do. Plus, we've got a couple of new games and content. Boy, yeah, we got to take a break. All right, I'll be right back. Listen, uh, we got more to do, and I'm trying to wrap up by <laughs> – I was going to try to wrap up by 9 o'clock. That is clearly not going to happen. Uh, so stick around uh, on the other side of the break. We've got some fun. We've got some information. We've got some promotions to give you about. And I do want to talk a little bit more about Forbidden Technology and promote the fact that we will have game design live here on this stage in less than 24 hours from right now. Uh, it will happen tomorrow night uh, on our Twitch channel. So you guys be sure to tune in for that, find the link, and follow the channel. That way you know when we go live tomorrow night. That should be right around 7 p.m. Eastern time. Live on Twitch with Ultimate DJ's Plays and uh, special co-host Tiberius. Uh, Bubba Joe is going to be here tomorrow night as well. We're very excited about having him uh, and welcoming in his audience. That'll be tomorrow night as well. Uh, this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We're going to take a break and be back in a moment uh, right after a word from these sponsors. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. Hey guys, time for a little shameless self-promotion. We stream live on Twitch, and they've just announced a new promotion to help grow our channel. And like always, we're giving the extra revenue back to the community. What is the key? Simple Tier 1 paid subscriptions. Sub to our Twitch channel today for as little as $4 and some change with a multi-month recurring subscription. And turn your name gold in our Discord today, plus get access to extra emotes and badges. If we hit 350 paid Tier 1 or better subs for July, August and September. We're going to give away $2,000 in packs in October on top of the normal prize giveaways that we always do. In the year 2023, Twitching Trek has given away over $5,000 in prizes and we're ready to ramp it up. Subscribe today by clicking the link to our Twitch channel from our website and be a part of the success of Twitching Trek and increase your odds at winning some free packs along the way. The goal is 350 paid tier one or higher subs for July, August, in September. So subscribe today, watch our streams, and win your share of thousands of dollars in packs. Eligibility starts July 1st, so act now and win with Twitching Trek and UltimateDJsPlays.com. PvpTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvpTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Jolly Rancher Candies. And for your other mood swings, try our Grouchy Rancher, Euphoric Rancher, and Dangerously Bipolar Rancher Candies. Amazon Prime Day is back! Don't miss out on the hottest items such as the all-new Victor Wembayama Security Cam. My weird with this all new technology you never have to worry about some nut job getting too close stop that this security camera is so good your intruder will get more than just a slap on the wrist so don't miss out on the victor wembyama security cam this prime day because everyone needs some help keeping the crazies away it's not the way i'm planted welcome to megan markle's five tips to start your own successful podcast step one find proper financial backing large media corporations private investors or easily manipulated princes are a good place to start step two send an assistant out to buy all the proper hardware and software you don't want to do any of the little people tasks yourself. Step 3. Have your second assistant come up with a title, theme, and extensive content for your new podcast. Make sure this person has what you lack. Talent. Step 4. Have your top assistant interview the guests, and then insert your pre-recorded speaking parts into the episode. If you are having trouble coming up with sentences that resemble normal human interaction, feel free to use a chat bot, like me. Step 5. Sit back and take all the credit. There's nothing better than enjoying the fruits of someone else's labor. With these five tips, you can be a successful podcaster, just like Meghan Markle. They got married. It was a real big show. And then they got... Into that bedroom flow Nobody wants to think About them stripping down But then they did the dirty deed And that's how Travis Barker Just knocked up Courtney How did they do this so successfully I can't believe they really got pregnant They're kind of bold as you can see They even have us asking them What's your age again? What's your age again? We talked about the fact that today we were going to celebrate and we were only going to use songs that have been made famous by memes. And if you take a look in the chat right now, you're going to see a gazillion memes as a result of this. Now, why, why, Bubba Joe, could it possibly be that we wanted to play songs immortalized by memes today? 
because as it turns out, both Bubba Joe and Ripper are both on our stages. And you guys may remember that there was a bet made before the last, uh, before this arc began. Ripper, welcome to the stage. You made a, a bet. You told Bubba Joe that there would, in fact, be a below-decks burning officer introduced this month. Is this true? That is uh, absolutely true. That is true. Bubba Joe came in and said, okay, I'll take your bet. You're going to regret that I'm the best there's ever been. And... Uh, <laughs> This is good, right? Bubba Joe came in and said, nope, there, there can't be a below-decks burning officer. Even Scopely is not that irresponsible. Okay? So Bubba Joe said, I'm going to take your bet. All right? I'm fine to take your money. And they bet $100 on it, Bubba Joe. Right? Yep. All right. So $100 was on the line. As it turns out, as you guys can now see, that a below-decks burning officer did not actually come this month. So effectively, Bubba Joe won the bet. Now, one of the, the gentlemanly agreements that actually had happened before the arc started, when we were talking about this behind closed doors, Bubba Joe and, and Ripper talked about, you know, hey, well, you know, I'm going to win or no, you're not going to win or whatever. And, and they said, okay, well, here's the deal. Ripper's like, if I win... Um, I don't actually want your money. Bubba Joe said, yeah, if I win, I don't actually want your money. So they actually came up uh, with an agreement, Bubba Joe, which was super kind of both of you. And community, this is where you perk up, all right? Because both Bubba and Ripper agreed to take the winnings and give it to the community. So in either case, it didn't matter who won. didn't matter if you were on Team Rip or on Team Bubba, all right? You guys were going to win 100 bucks. All right, whoever won was going to donate their $100 to the community. And I thought, well, Bubba, golly, you two are so nice. That is so nice that I'm going to double it up. I'm going to match it. So we got $200 that we're going to give to the community. And we decided to do it in such a way, um, which I have not finished yet. All right, uh, so it'll probably be a day or two. I'll put an announcement in Discord when we start. But you guys can get you guys can get started, right, Bubba Joe? They can get get going yep. with their creative juices. All right, because there's going to be two one hundred dollar pack winners that are awarded, Bubba Joe, and one of them is going to be given to the most creative Bubba Joe or Ripper meme, all right? I think most people are leaning towards the, the Bubba Joe memes, but we could do a Ripper meme as well, all right? They were both in on it, all right? So we're going to have a channel open for memes, all right? And Bubba, you had even mentioned it on the, on the podcast here, uh, I guess a week or two ago, how there had been some really good I Want It Now memes. Uh, there yes, was there the, the Strange New World Spock when he was in the captain's chair and he said he wanted the ship to go fast. Uh, that was a great Bubba Joe meme. There's been there's been some good memes that have come out of the community before. So we are opening our own meme contest. That would be for Bubba Joe uh, in honor of Bubba Joe and Ripper. All right. And there will be a $100 prize given out for a meme. Further, Bubba Joe, I am going to um, also offer another $100 for our best emote. And there's going to be a separate channel open for that. Now, that is, in fairness, that's why I put in the 100 bucks, Bubba Joe. I'm going to basically pay for a bunch of emotes. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I want, I, see, I didn't realize this, Trader, but uh, Trader kind of really keeps me in line over here on Twitch. 
All right. Uh, to what Bubba Joe does here on the podcast, Trader is the yin to my yang over there on Twitch. She keeps the prizes. She handles the payouts. She keeps the winner, the prize sheet. She is the queen goddess of Twitch over there. Okay. And for the do, last, do we, do we need that disclaimer about like if you submit anything, you you give a non-revocable license to DJ oh, or whatever. Hang on. Uh, let me l allow me to read you the official rules that again, I haven't actually posted yet, but I'm working on them. Can I read you uh the this line here, Rip? Uh, uh co uh, co-counsel legal trader, can uh, you tell me if this is uh acceptable legal verbiage? Uh <laughs> hang on. Uh let's see. I I've, I've got it in here. It's it's in here somewhere. Uh here. Okay, so all entries become the property of sponsor, talking track in parentheses, and will not be acknowledged or returned. By submitting said entries, you agree to their contents being used for advertising and promotional purposes. I think that, does that cover it? Uh, I think it should actually say that uh, all, you know, images submitted become the sole property of the sponsor to be used or not used as they see fit. Ah, see, see, that's why I've got a lawyer. All right, that's why that's why I got a lawyer. So, <laughs> so we'll have to we'll have to fix it up here in a minute. Okay, we'll have to fix can that. You, trader. Can you double my Can you double my pay? Absolutely, I think I'm earning it. Done. Absolutely. No question asked. Okay, no question asked. <laughs> twice zero is still zero, right? <laughs> I will give you twice as many hugs. Okay. <laughs> Give you twice as many hugs. That's, that's fine. Sold. All right. Yes. Sold. See, there you go. You get twice as many hugs and snuggles. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, but anyway, Trader's been telling me for the last year that we have unlocked more emotes on Twitch. Trader, I, and I, I've been so busy and I've never really bothered to go in and check. So, I finally did the other day, to which I realized that Trader was indeed actually 1000% correct. And I had let the pro uh, problem snowball out of control, Trader. Because uh, we now have more open slots than we're actually using. I have uh, 14 emotes on Twitch right now. We have 32 open slots. <laughs> Sorry, 30, oh, wow. 34. All right. And by the way, that's a Is test. Is that more? 34 more. All right. I've got 34 open slots on top of the 14 we've already got. So, and again, I, I really, really... And that is because of the community trader being joking aside for a second and just being humble and saying, thank you guys. It's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, really the way that we've grown all of our channels and the promotions that you guys have allowed us to hit. It's, it's mind blowing. So, uh, we've got all these slots because of you guys. So trader, we want new emotes, but I don't want just the standard default emotes, right? I want Talking Trek emotes. I want Bubba Joe emotes. I want Trader and Stevens Aaron and Ripper emotes. I want emotes that are for us. That's what they should be, Trader. I don't just want to go into a into a, a clip art library. You know what I'm saying? I could do that, but I want this in this whole project, this whole community thing, Twitching Trek. It is a community-owned project. I want it to belong to the community. That's right, Wham. I want a Scopely coffee mug uh, emote. That would be beautiful and wonderful. I want a Scopely coffee mug emote. Thank you, buddy. That's awesome. I, wanna, I want that, okay? I think that this stuff should belong to the community, so I want it to be personal, and I want it to be something that we can enjoy. Somebody could look at that emote and be like, oh, I remember that. Like, yeah, I, I remember that. Like, there should be an I want it now emote, right? TNT Assassin says- needs to be, There needs to be a chubby bunny emote. That's yes. all I'm saying. 
Oh, my God, go back. Get Chubby Bunny. All right. How about we get a Beck with a mouthful of marshmallows emote? All right. Absolutely amazing stuff. We were talking about this with uh, Artifacts, Bubba Joe, how there are artifacts that just speak to our soul, right, that, are, that we relate to. That's what I want. I want Twitching Trek and Talking Trek emotes, okay? Wham says, how about a jar of peanut M&Ms? Yes, okay, yes. And by the way, <laughs> that joke has not died. There, there are people talking about jars of M&Ms everywhere, all right? Even on other content creator streams. I, I, don't, I think it was just on DadBod's channel the other day. He was talking about a jar of M&Ms. It's, it, Bubba, it just happens, and I love it. I love the influence that we have on the Star Trek Fleet Command community. All right, so uh, no, Sizzle, there will not be a cicada emote. That will be disqualified. Ah, that would be amazing. <laughs> how, about a, how about a giant Weta emote? Uh, <laughs> dude, Bubba Joe, <laughs> I, where is that image? Let me, I'll put it in the graphics room. Where is that? Where did you put it? I, oh. I PM'd it to you. Oh, God. Listen, Bubba Joe sends me the, oh, there it is. This is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Steven Aaron, apparently this comes from your neck of the woods. All right. Yeah. That is that Amber, is you're right. A leg eating moth. That's what we need. Oh god. A leg eating moth. Yes. I mean, look at that thing. All right. Yeah, Trickle says assault needs an emote. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a winner. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fine. All right. Uh, See, I told, I told, I told you, DJ. <laughs> they're built differently down there. They I just don't. are. I couldn't survive. You're like, eh, that's a whatever. I couldn't survive. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I would literally, I would move immediately. I couldn't handle that. If that just rolled up on my porch, all right, I, I would burn it. Oh my God! Look at that dragon keeper. I would burn it with fire. I would burn it with fire. That's like. Are squirrels? Is that an Australian squirrel? <laughs> it might be over here up on the mountain. It's like a groundhog. All right, and that is what was chewing off my leg the other day. All right, <laughs> it's not uh -huh. what was chewing off your leg. It was chewing off yeah, my leg. Yeah. Boaz, what in the ever living Hades is that? Boaz, get that out of here. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh my God, Darmok. Some people do eat them. Oh gosh, Darmok. Uh, welcome to the stage. Darmok says he's got a comment. Are you coming up? Uh, guess not. Okay. I thought he raised his hand. I thought he was going to come up and talk about bugs. Uh, yeah, no, Six Flash, it, I, I'm with you, buddy. I can't. I, I just can't right now. So that is a contest. We're going to have it launched here within just the next couple of days. We're going to open channels here on the Discord. One channel for Bubba Joe's memes. Another channel for the Twitching Trek emotes. Okay. And we're going to give away. And I know, listen, it's going to be tough. Bubba Joe, it's going to be tough. We're only giving away one prize, all right? And and there could be dozens, if not 100 entries. It's going to be tough to pick one, all right? I agree. Uh, and, and I apologize that there will only be one given out. But it, it kind of is what it is. It's, it wasn't meant – it wasn't in the budget to be a big thing. Uh, but, you know, hey, we're going to give $200 to the community just for you guys to be a little bit creative. Uh, get your funniest emotes and memes ready, and we'll be giving that stuff away here coming up here in a little bit. Uh, speaking of, Trader, uh, during the commercial break, we, we don't need to talk a whole lot about this because it is a Twitch promotion, but we are actively chasing a subscription goal over on Twitch. And if we hit, we are giving away a ridiculous amount of cash. Uh, sorry, I can't say that, My can note? I? I can't say that no. anymore. No. Game currency that has no cash value. Correct. <laughs> and for the record, the uh, the contest rules are actually in the contest rules channel. That's, there you so go. So enjoy the nine-page 
PDF. It's not nine pages. It's well, like then I didn't six. do my job right. Like <laughs> That's right. You got you to get through all that. Uh, so there is, those contest rules are already in the contest rules room. Uh, feel free to uh, check those out. But we are running a contest over on Twitch where we are going to give away thousands of dollars in in-game currency. Is that a more appropriate way? That according to Scopely, has no cash value whatsoever. That according to Scopely, has absolutely zero cash value. All right, that was the legal way in which we were required. I am also, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I am also required to give the following disclaimer. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> oh, crap, where'd it go? Where is it? I've lost it. I am also that re- happened a few years ago. I am <laughs> I am also required uh, with with some verbiage somewhere. I don't know if this is going to be exactly right, Trader, but I'm also required to point out that Scopely nor Paramount uh, nor Twitch are endorsing and or sponsors of said promotion, and that uh, Twitching Trek is the sole responsibility party of said promotion or whatever. Okay, uh, close enough. Yeah, so I'm the meaning to... is clear. Yeah, yeah. Scopely, Scopely They're is... not responsible for our shenanigans. There you go. Yeah, Scopely is not responsible for giving the stuff out, which basically does come back and mean, uh, Trader, that uh, we're paying for it. All right? They might be given the currency, but we have to actually buy it. Um, and, and further, how about this? I told Bubba Joe, they, uh, they declined my request to, uh, to buy one million faction credits for any player. Aww. Yeah, they said that it was uh, it wasn't fair uh, because it scales by ops, and so uh, if you were ops like fifty or higher, you could get a million faction credits. But if you were below fifty, you couldn't have a million faction credits. So I just decided, heck with it. We're just going to buy them a thousand dollars in packs. They can get whatever they want. It might be better that way anyway, trader. Maybe they didn't Agreed. want a million faction credits. You know, maybe they didn't want a million faction credits. Maybe maybe they wanted dry docks and primes and all this other stuff. So. Anywho, that's what's going to be happening. Yes, 11 winners. 10 winners are going to win a free pack. One winner, our biggest grand prize winner ever, is going to win 10, 100, up to, well, up to, up to uh, $1,000 in uh, USD in STFC game packs. All right, there you go. 10 packs. That would be big. Can you imagine a free-to-play winning that? Yeah, Kirk. That's right. We're giving away 10 packs to one person. Can you imagine a free-to-play win in that? It is absolutely insane. Clapping at Kirk says, that's more than I buy in a year. Dragon Keeper says, well, they could do 50 $20 packs. You could. Uh, I, I don't know that that's I'm That's if gonna... you hit your subscription goals, right? That's correct. We do have to hit the, we have to hit the goals. That is correct. All right? We have to hit 350 Tier 1 recurring or better, whatever, Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3 recurring subscriptions in each of three months, July, August, and September, uh, it has to be, yeah, it has to be three months. All three months, we got to hit it. So if we don't, then I'm off the hook, Trader. Okay, there you go. Wamulence, you're you're off by you're off by a zero. It's actually point two two. Oh, Wham says Wham says he could go to fifty eight <laughs> to fifty eight point two, uh, ops fifty eight to ops fifty eight point two with a with a thousand dollars in packs. Uh, so <laughs> so K nine two says ten packs is twenty minutes on a Saturday afternoon. Oh God, that's that's kind of disgusting. Um, housekeeping says, does that no longer make them free to play? You know, I have we have talked about this. I do still think that they are free to play. Winning a nope. contest, yes, winning a nope. contest does not mean that they have spent money. 
if anybody has ever had packs or equivalent uh, currency added to their account, regardless of the source, they are no longer free to play. I see. I disagree with that. You can be wrong. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you guys are agreeing with Baba. What the? What's wrong with you? It's about it's then, about you know what, what that means? you have done to grow the game content, not whether you paid out cash. Okay, it's then about Dekix, what has been done. Sorry, Dekix. Dekix, I have to officially strip you of your title of the highest ops level free to play in the game because you want a battle pass off of I me mean, twenty eight months ago. Sorry. Does does that mean that there is any free to play player left in this game? No, probably not. I imagine there are a bunch. Hmm. Could be, maybe, not very likely. All right. What about what about going on and taking one of those Google Play promotions? That's not free to play. That feels like free to play. It's grindable. Oh man, you guys are silly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Snake Eyes. In that case, there are no free to play players because everybody's collected a comp at some point or another. I just want to say that it's kind of funny that the whales are the ones gatekeeping the definition of free to play. <laughs> That's right, Bubba Joe. You don't get to determine what's free to play. All right. What about you? <laughs> don't we all pay for internet? That's right. Thank you, Karkin. All right. Who's going to sit on the couch and smoke weed while we're grinding reds? That's not free. Right, Karkin? <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right. Hey, what about what about what about the free uh, the ceiling rod fragments, huh? And getting a treasury—that's a hundred dollar pack, huh? 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 What? Uh, Beans and Snots has got it. What about folks who get alliance gifts because their alliance spends a bunch of money? Those are gifts oh. that wouldn't come. Gifts uh, uh, no, uh, alliance alliance uh, gifts are free to play. No, they're not. They alliance <laughs> gifts are provided by other people spending. Okay, if you could get something that mattered at all. At all as an alliance gift, then yes, I would agree. Multiphasic credits. Maybe it matters to the free to play player. Just saying. A five minute speed up or 10 tokens of the common recruit chest is not relevant to any player. Wire speed. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Listen, our lawyer, our lawyer uh, seems to have an argument against you, Bubba Joe. I'm just going to say you, you have are wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. Okay, just throwing that out there. Look, Stephen says <laughs> I have fed my alliance trillions of resources. All right, uh, they're not. They're not free to play. Yeah. Fair point. I've done. I've done the same thing. I mean, what does that make them not free to play if they were raiding my base because I was letting them? There you go. The device you play on may not be free. Yeah, Snake Eyes says free-to-play should be defined as, uh, or not free-to-play, rather, should be actively contributed to the financial uh, success of the game, a.k.a. have you tipped your bartender? That may be a good <laughs> metric. That may be a good metric, as, as Snake Eyes used to be a bartender. That's probably a very fair analogy. All right. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a different take on free-to-play. I think free-to-play is defined as do you have anything that the only way you can get it cost money? So do you have the extra builder? Do you have the extra dock? Do you have the, any of the primes that actually cost money? If it was a prime or anything that you could grind out, then you could still be a free to play player. Even if you have accepted a gift here or there. Are you a beluga? <laughs> so wait, if somebody wins, 
$1,000 in packs off of this show, are they a free-to-play putts? Uh, they will be if they do not spend any of it on anything that only require that that the only way you can get it is uh, through purchase. All the things so, that you would want to pay. Yeah, that 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 doesn't work, Puds. I stuff. I hereby veto that definition. All right, I, I hereby veto that definition. I, that 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 is exactly yeah. what you would buy if somebody won a thousand dollars that was free to play. That's exactly what they should get is the stuff that they can't grind out anywhere else. Okay. And then, and then they're, they're not too worried about titles, man. No longer you just gotta accept mm-hmm. existence and stop worrying about all the titles that come with it. <laughs> Karkin's like, man, we just need to exist on a different existential plane, man. Why are we all it's hung up on titles, man? Come on, can't we just all be happy and take the gifts of the world? Oh, man. Can I just grow my ships and you're be a, happy? You're a wise man, Karkin. <laughs> very wise man. <laughs> Thank you. All right, fair they enough. They took all the 10 packs and got the Vault of Latin. I don't think the community could take that. I, no. I, for the record, I still have veto power on what they buy. If somebody told me they wanted to buy a Vault of Latin, I, I, would, I don't think I could actually in good conscience do it, Trader. I really don't. If somebody actually legitimately told me that they wanted to win the Vault of Latinum, you. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's I don't think. What if, I don't think I well could legit. Hers. Yeah, that would be a waste DJ, of my money. What if they want the secret dock? <laughs> Bubba, you're not supposed to tell. You are not supposed to tell anybody about that. That is a secret. God. Hasn't the vault of Latin been removed from the store anyway? I don't know. Is it still in there? I thought it was. I haven't seen it for a long time. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gaudia, I'm like with I'm like that. Free to play means no money from you. If someone buys you a drink, you ain't paying for it. I'm with you. All right. I'm gonna buy somebody a all drink. Right. I am gonna start a new account, and I am going to put it in my mom's name. Okay. And I'm going to buy her way to sixty. Okay. And she will be free to play. <laughs> to be the first sixty free to play. I, I would like to know how you are going to buy her anything. <laughs> are you going to be accessing your mother's account against the terms of service? That would be a violation oh, yeah. of terms of service, by the way, Bubba. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not throwing out anything there. I'm just saying, like, you know, your account Apple could be banned. Cards. It's going to get to 59, and then it's going to be banned. Well, no, no, because the card that's on there doesn't have to be her card. But then she went into the store and initiated the act of a purchase. No, by your terms, she's not not spending her money. She's free to play. She's she's spending money that was given to her. (laughs) She's spending money that was given to her. I dare you, Bubba. (laughs) So this is ridiculous. We have no more time. I think this is. uh, We think we can. That that particular example is just kind of odd. I think that hopefully the game is bad enough where people don't do that. Uh, but, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the main point is that if like for stuff like awarded packs, if it was free to that player, isn't it still technically free to play? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Bubba needs to sit down and be wrong. I, I'm sitting down, but I'm not wrong. I mean, you are. Bubba's, Bubba's you are. right in that there's a, there's a line and there's a precedent where you're like, this is a special case and also ridiculous. I just want to point out that we have now spent 20 minutes on this. All right. Just... <laughs> we have spent 20 minutes talking about far sillier things, DJ. That's true. That is true. We have done that. Uh, yeah, it certainly says go for 30. All right, it's fine. 
Uh, okay. Free to play is a state of being defined by the current actions at the moment. Yeah, man. Like I used I mean, to be, I used to pay, but now I'm free to play. You, yeah, you can set a time man. by it. Like you identify as. You can never have once you've paid for something. You can never have. You make the claim of a free to play account. Like if your treasury is still at five dollars, you might be able to make that claim. But moving forward, you can say I've been free to play since September or something like that. I mean, I buy but, a battle pass, but I identify as free to play. <laughs> oh god! There you go. Oh god! <laughs> All right, now listen, listen. We're gonna we're gonna stop right here. We're gonna stop right here, and I'm gonna go with Amber. I'm gonna go with Amber Trader. This is my final definition. Free to play does not exist. Time is money. And we have all put money into the game. She is the smartest one here. Look at that. All right, time is money. There you go. All right, guys, we've got to uh, we've got to to get off this topic. That is very very funny though. So those are the contests that we got coming on. Uh, also coming up here in a minute. And I know the show should already be over, Bubba Joe. We got to wrap this thing up. We got to go quick. Uh, I want to circle back another ten or fifteen minutes on a couple of these other uh, forbidden technologies. And Bubba, what I want to uh, kind of focus on is that you and Blue have kind of, at least I hope that you guys got to this point, we were looking at some of these forbidden technologies. Now, for somebody, we're going to give 10 or 15 minutes to the spenders, Bubba Joe, okay? If you're going to spend on this content, where do we stop? Is it worth maxing out any and all or, or any one of these forbidden technologies. For example, Bubba Joe, does there come a point of diminishing return when it comes to tearing up the forbidden technologies? Blue, you had raised a couple of questions the other day saying, well, you know, golly, tier six or tier seven might be about as far as I want to go with this one. Bubba, you said the same thing. And again, there is a piece of this where we don't know necessarily the cost, but one thing that we can assume is that the cost will continue to escalate. I don't think there's any doubt of that. For example, taking it to Tier 7 is going to cost more than Tier 6. So, Bubba Joe, let's go down and see if you and Blue have identified any of these forbidden technologies in which there is an efficiency stopping point as far as the growth of the bonuses, assuming that the costs are going to continue to escalate as we tear them up. Well, I, I would say for the costs, the uh, they don't increase by much, but the initial cost is still like hefty. Where, but it's still going to ramp up like fifty percent over a couple levels. So it's, I don't know the pace of tiering in terms of if how much you're spending how much you're going to get out of that one pack just because i looking at it i have two data lines for the protomatter costs it gets around eight thousand towards the level that you can access the second tier ability so but for the ones available like the paid ones i'm i'm not personally a pvp -er, but you know from there the only value i would have in there is the hall of health boost which is uh, almost as sizable as the Metreon Cascades, ending in 1,500%, but starts at Tier 2. So it's just, I don't know how far I'll get with, like, 90,000 Proto Matter uh, if I'll get to Tier 2 yet or just land just, just short. 90,000 Proto Matter, it sounds like a lot, but it's not really, is it? Because you're spending Proto Matter on every single attempt at leveling it. 
And then you're also spending protomatter to up uh, to tier it as well. Protomatter is going in every single level while you have a failure chance. So, for example, Bubba, do you think that it would be fair to assume that if we look at the actual cost of upgrading this when we do actually get them, with the success so, chances, do hang we... Hang on. I need to correct you. You do not spend Proto Manor to tear it up, just to level it up. I thought it took tear up Catalyst and Proto Matter. It takes Forbidden Tech Reactors uh, and tear up t- Catalyst. And tear up Catalyst. Okay, yeah, so... General. Okay, so, so no... tear up and the Proto Matter would swap. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Now, to the original question. If we're looking at if and when we finally get the data, say it takes 30,000 proto matter to go from level one to level five. What do you think is a realistic number? Double it? I, I can't tell you that, DJ, because, because the numbers get silly, right? Because going from level five to level 15, you go from 400 to 1,100%. And you unlock another ability. I have no idea to guess what these costs are going to do. This is pretty unprecedented in this game to have such a non-linear scaling between tiers and levels of things. The good news is that we do, in fact... Now, Blue, have we, have we determined that the amount of protomatter is the same per level across all of the epics do we know do we have a pattern on any of the rares or anything like that or is it just the epics that we've mapped out because for example going to level nine we know is going to be eight thousand proto matter okay like that but again we are severely lacking in data here uh but to go to level nine cost eight thousand proto matter bubba joe that's the last one that we really know here unfortunately we don't know what it, and then of course to go to ten would be tier up catalyst and uh, and the the other thing. So then to go to eleven could be twenty thousand protomatter. We don't know. Actually I think I can't quite tell yet because it might be a little tricky where you like you hit level like uh for example I don't know which rarity, but like you hit level five and then you tear up and then you go to six. Correct. <laughs> I mean so it's, it's gonna not, be even it's more kind of exactly like a ship, but you know it's uh, you just have to, it's just weird synced with a yeah typically linear feature kind of design. So it's odd for that little skip. So I don't know if it's like I don't know if I can should say that the the tier up like it unlocks at level eleven or if it unlocks at level ten as a tier two. Well, no, so. it would be tier two. Well, in this case, tier yeah. three, because nothing unlocks a tier two. I just meant like tier two isn't doesn't mean a level eleven. Just mean like you need to be level ten to hit tier two, but you don't. But when you tier up, you're not leveling up. Yeah, no, that's very very true, and that would be similar to how ships work as well. So uh, I guess let me come back here, Bubba, and let me let me ask this question again. Maybe 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 we don't have a good answer yet. Is there a point at which a player? should strategically stop progressing. Like, I, I think Tough Cal asked the question. So, so Is it like yeah, Voyager? So, is there a spot where we have to stop to, to so reap the most reward? We do not know an, an enough about the cost of these to upgrade them. So what I will say is I think that players need to look at their proto matter 
as one of two resources. They can either use it to upgrade the artifacts if they're content with what those percentages are, or they can use it to fuel the refinery to upgrade the building. And that's the choice you have to make. If you're happy with your upgrade percentage, then continue upgrading your uh, forbidden technology. If you're unhappy with that percentage and you need to advance the building to be able to get to those next milestones, then invest your proto matter in that. Don't save it. Don't don't wait on the, just just the daily to get you there. Invest it into building materials that you can then get the building there faster. And that's the decision the players have to make. And you get to make that decision for yourself. You get to decide, am I content with a 65% chance and I'm going to roll with that? Or no, I really want that to be 75 or 80. So I'm going to try and get my level higher so that I can maybe improve that chance. Now, that's an assumption and a guess right now. We're assuming that that chance that 65 is going to go to 70 or 75 when you get to a high enough level. But that's an assumption. That's something I think needs to be known, right? We need to know more about that because it has not scaled with any sort of equation as far as I can tell. Right. Because like I said, my level went 6x terms higher from from 10 million to 60 million and that percent didn't change. So is it just a threshold? When you go from 10 million, you get all the way to 250 million. Is that where it'll change? And if that's the case, then that's a pretty big decision that people have to make. I got to roll with it now. But that's, I think, the question that everyone has to decide. Do I want to take, am I content with the percent successes that I have now? Or do I want to wait on that and upgrade the building? And so I will invest the proto matter into upgrading the building. Let me ask this and question. that's, I think. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. And that's what I think is the question everyone has to ask for themselves. Until we know more about the costs at each tier, we're not going to know if there's a good break-even point for each of these forbidden technologies. What would you recommend to players now? Whether they're free to play, I mean, obviously, if they're free to play, go get what they can get, right? If you're spending money on this, what is your recommendation for pursuing forbidden technology because we're still missing data do you say pause or are are you going to go in so i'm in on forbidden technology and i i'm like i said i spent to upgrade the building to 25 and i have no interest in getting it to 40 i know that's what i need to do to get to the next tier of challenges but the cost to do that is absolutely outrageous if the cost doesn't change i am going to free to play to 40 the whole way and i don't care if it takes me 800 years i'm not spending at the current cost that they have to upgrade the building to 40 that is ridiculous is it like so, skill points almost <laughs> so i remember it I remember is like rare context. skill points yeah rare skill points for, yeah for, for context on that uh for the free to like if you just did the daily at the 75 uh emblem of assembly uh materials for the three challenges every day Going from level seven to level twenty-five, court of Q would be two hundred and thirty-two days. What is right. two hundred and thirty-two days as compared to the thirty weeks? I was at two, so that's two hundred ten days, right? So, so that's actually a good, a good, that's, that's a good metric here. Hang on, that's seven to twenty-five, though. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I did. That was the math I gave yeah, was seven to twenty-five, and then. <clears throat> That doesn't touch the uh, the glory that is forty. Yeah. So when I when I give you that math earlier, that was from seven to twenty five. Uh, I from said 30, to forty. It's 
572 days. Yeah, I haven't done – I didn't go that far. Um, Kirk says I'm confused. So here is – so Blue is saying 232 days if you don't do that one per week refinery, right? Is that what you're saying? If you just yeah, do the just, 75. Yeah, just get the ones you get from that three trials a day. And I was – See, I feel like one of us is off here, and I might be more inclined to trust Blue's numbers, Bubba Joe. <laughs> because I was at 210 days, but I'm adding 100 a week to my number. So there's no way that we're off by only 20-some days. Mine is far less organic in terms of the other dynamic sources. Oh, like he's got a calculator here. Well, it's also very analytical. Uh I yeah, can like, see, just tweak the income number, but or other stuff like that. But well, there there is also the point that the higher the level that you go, the more of your proto matter bonus as well. You could be earning it a little bit faster, and and you know, so my days could. This could, is true. So yeah, yeah, my so my days my days could be could be going. Let's a little sum bit this. Too. Let's sum this up. We do not know enough about the costs of these levels to know, hey, you should take it to Tier 2 and then chill out for a while because the cost to get it to Tier 3 is ridiculous. We don't know any of that information, and we're not going to know any of that information until either it gets to SDSD.space or we get players that get to that – that we have trailblazers that get to that point and can share that information with us. Mimi, um, Mimi says that my math – is flawed because I did include one to seven. I thought I did not, but but Mimi's saying my math matches theirs, and that would have been one to twenty-five. So maybe I was off then. Sorry. This, this is not. This doesn't take into account any proto matter based sourcing. Yes, no events, battle pass, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. or even what's in the ladders. I assume is what you're referring to, yeah. right? Yeah, nothing, nothing from the yeah. ladder, like not the exchange, the refinery, all that stuff. All right, so suffice to say, if we're wrapping up uh, on this, this is something that we still have a lot of unknowns about uh, and, and we'll hopefully have an opportunity to ask about some of those questions tomorrow night. Bubba Joe, we should definitely try to hit on a couple of these. Um, in general, you kind of said, I'm in on forbidden technology, and obviously I'm never going to tell a free-to-play that they shouldn't do it, okay? I, if it's free, you should take it. All right, I'm always going to maintain that. If it's free, you should take it. If this is a free loop, take what you can get. All right? Um, I am, as of yet, undecided on what I'm going to spend on this feature. Like I said, I am tempted greatly by this Metreon Cascade. Um, but, again, without knowing, get it. without knowing the upgrade cost, that's what I'm saying. Like, that one's a free-to-play. So am I going to be tempted to spend to upgrade it might be the better question. Maybe, given my percentages, I just kind of want to to grind it out. And we're going to have to find out from game design uh, what their intention is. Bubba, I've got one question for you before we take our last break, and then we'll come back. We've got to do a Battleship Blitz because I, I want to put that game to bed. I want to be done with it. Um, when we're talking about the choice between upgrading tech and upgrade the building, do you find that to be interesting like because clearly game design meant for it to be a choice i think i don't think that would be in dispute given the design i don't think it was an accident given the design are you okay with that as a player um 
I am okay with having to make that choice as a player. I'm not okay with how they scaled that choice. Does because that of the ops. Question? Yeah, because of the ops thing. Right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think right. that's so fair. Why, why at when I have a well, – let's say I didn't buy any packs for the building. I have my building now at, say, level 6 like you do or 5 like you do, right? Why is my conversion – and I haven't gone through all the trees. Why is my conversion so much worse than yours? Yeah. Or so much well, worse than an It's Ops not much worse than mine. Yeah, down at the, in the 20s and 30s. we got to be jealous of them. All right? <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense at all. Yes, I have bigger ships, and I could go th- further into the tree, potentially, except that I can't because my building isn't there yet, right? So I have a problem with – I mean, if they had given more, so, like, if they'd have said, hey, you're going to pay – 150% more, but you're going to get 35% more because that's what they normally do is like pay 2x, but you get 35% more. And I've been like, <laughs> okay, that's something I can talk about. But yeah, no, I get basically no additional uh, emblems and I pay two or three times as much. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily, uh, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, let me come to Blue, and then I'll, I'll ask Putts and Karkin very quickly because I see uh, Karkin's opinion, and then we got to take our final break. But I, I don't, I don't know. I guess I got to try to do some battleship, but man, I, I really want to go. I'm, I'm already thirty minutes late. Um, Blue, the choice. All right, and and I'm talking about the theory of choice here, where literally. I'm not talking about the math. As Bubba Joe says, I'm okay with the choice. I'm not okay with the math. That's an acceptable answer. Coming back to the theory of the choice, Blue. Choosing progression on the building at the cost of your technology or choosing to upgrade the technology at the cost of your progression in the building, is that an appropriate decision that game design gave to players? It's, it's, like, a, it's like a really harsh charge nanoprobe. So um, it's, a, it's a little... It's a little tight, I would say, at the moment. Unnecessarily so, just because of once people start get going on these level ups, they're gonna realize how much of a proto matter wall this is. So, if there's that a little, decision, sorry, you keep going. Like punching that up is nice, just because it, it's also a sizable amount to pull it for the building currency, which the building is is a great investment because you definitely want to get to level seven ASAP, but uh, level twenty five is gonna take a while, so. Unless you're not, unless you're paying, it's you know there's not no reason to rush. But at the moment, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to say just uh how it's gonna feel in terms of like is this is this gonna feel like, I think a, a no pressure grind if somehow it is so uh, non rewarding it feels like a grind. You know, Amber mentions and and this is a a good phrase and I want to ask this before I come to pods. Is this the right mentality, Bubba? Amber says, if you screw yourself one way, uh, then you're fine. Or you screw yourself the other way. Like, looking at it like almost like a double negative, right? And, and I can so, get that. I can get that mentality. Like, because that is how it feels, right? If I do this, so, then I'm boned in the other choice. If I do this, then I'm boned in the other choice. But can't we flip that exact same scenario on its head and say, okay, I get to choose which area I want to focus on. Isn't that just a, a half-glass full versus half-glass empty uh, p- perspective, Amber? Like, can't we say, well, hey, the good news is I can choose to upgrade uh, because I want more Proto Matter, so I want to do the building, or I want to choose now because I've got a good Proto Matter bank that I want to choose to go in and start upgrading my technology. I mean, how do we... Well, and 
I don't think until you're they throw yourself. events at us. What? Go ahead, Karkin. Until they throw events at us that guide you in the way that you have, you're forced to proceed in the way to build your, you know, you event to build your thing or That's build your fair. upgrade your. But I'm here to tell you, after about 15 more days, that's not going to probably be a thing anymore, uh, or at least not nearly as often. But that's a fair point. Bubba, go back so, to you. Yeah, so you're, you're not screwing yourself out, right? You're, you're deciding, do I want to invest this resource into upgrading a building, or do I want to invest this resource into upgrading the technology that I have, right? That's the decision you're making. And neither one is a bad decision. You're, you have control of how you want to use this resource, okay? It, it, it certainly then, then and honestly, so, to, you to, need to think about what your point of view is because you are deciding. You have the power to decide what it is. You're not, okay, if you are, if you are content with upgrading your technology at the percentages you currently have, then you're not screwing over your building advancement because you don't care about your building advancement. You're fine with what you're building where it is. Mm -hmm. If you're not okay with those percentages, then invest that resource into advancing your building so that you can get a higher rank so that you can improve those percentages. That's kind of what I was saying with regards to Amber's comment. Like we get to choose where our point of satisfaction is, right? Is that what you're saying, Bubba? Like, I, and that's what I've been trying to tell players. Like, there's like, oh, well, I'm failing everything. Well, you can influence that. You know, Correct. you can improve that. And, and people are arguing with me here a little bit. And I do understand there's some fundamental differences. But I look at this very much like ATAs, all right? Even Blue disagreed with me on the last show. Well, in ATAs, you don't lose currency. That's arguable, all right, because in G5, you do, don't you, Bubba Joe? Guess what? Surprise, everybody. You can actually lose currency on G5 ATAs with respects to uh, intelligence. Correct or incorrect, Bubba Joe? What do you I mean can, lose? I can invest intelligence into an assignment for a reward that I don't get, and I still spent the intelligence. Now, I know— well, the same thing— the same thing happens for the tokens that you have to spend to start an ATA. Yes. Okay. So I, I, I know a lot of people are looking at me like, well, ATAs don't cost you anything. Yes, they do. Dragon Keeper says, I've never yeah. lost anything in ATAs. Oh, yes, you have. Yes, absolutely, you have. You've lost uh, epic star charts. All right. You've potentially, if you're not at 100%, you've lost the XP. If you go in and you, and you lose, then you've lost the, the quote-unquote XP that you invested for that chance. And then you go into the, um, into the G5 ATAs where you're spending a very valuable commodity. You're spending intelligence. All right. Which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, intelligence is how you unlock your superhighways. Okay, so you're trading. It's the same concept there. I am either going to trade, Bubba Joe, my superhighway progression. I get to choose whether to trade my superhighway progression for these exocomps that Wham is showing. I don't consider this one a loss. It's a gain in resource saved. And Wham, that's exactly my point. You're choosing where to invest your resources for the reward that you want out of it. For example, I'm doing the same thing, Wham. I am okay spending a little bit of uh, intelligence to try to get that exocomp. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I look at this the same way. 
in terms of uh, reward uh, choice theory, though, I would prefer how they did the uh, the trial dailies, which is you can do the first daily, and that lets you, you know, you can double pull one of them, or you can push yourself and do this, and that lets you get ahead of the choice because you pushed yourself. I'd like that option to say, I want to engage with this content more at a more intense level to improve my progression in it more than what other people might be willing to put into it. Rand, intelligence is not a grindable currency. In no way, shape, or form, it is absolutely gated. Anybody who's dealing with raw intelligence, do you agree that it is gated or grindable? It is 1,000% gated. Well, you, you can but... only No, you can only earn like 7,000 a day. That is it. It is well, 100% it, it gated. With... Changes with ops level, so it's not just seven thousand per day. Right, it, it's not seven thousand for me, but it doesn't but, scale a great deal. It's not that much of a scaling either. I think even for you, what is it, Bob? A nine thousand or ninety five hundred? Twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Listen, it's not that much. Okay, so I'm, so just, I'm I, just throwing it, out there like that is not grindable. So it's not like you can go grind it like you can go grind rep, but you have to grind to get it. True. Right. But I, it doesn't like matter it, how much grind I do, I'm limited by definition. That's gated. I can only get X period, uh, X amount per day. Well, then your faction rep is limited. No, faction you rep can't is grind it. Well, no, you're right. Yeah, but that is such a huge limit. But you're right. Technically, if anybody was grinding to hit the daily cap every single day, then yeah, faction rep is capped technically because of the daily limit. All right, but very few people actually hit that. Okay, very few people. I hit the daily limit all 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 last week. I wasn't grinding rep. Were you grinding XP? Nope. What were you grinding? Yeah, with the with the fix and um with the with the uh, leaderboard. Oh, the forbidden tech leaderboard. Yeah, with the leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. So, again, I kind of come back, and Putz, I want to come back to your, your perspective because it's opposite, okay? So, I, I'm not forgetting you. I want to come back. Putz, this design of player choice. Bubba Joe says he's okay with the choice. I think that, you know, I, I am okay with it too here early. Uh, it does allow us to choose our odds, right? Like, I can determine my odds, just like I can with trade XP. I can invest however much trade XP into an assignment I want to then be satisfied at attempting to run it. But you have a different perspective, though. You're not okay with this choice. Yeah, it just, to me, it just doesn't sit right on the tongue. Like, like I look at it and I'm like, okay, I, I have this choice and that's that's fine. A choice to be had is fine. But to have this choice at the very beginning and to know that, well, I, the, none of the hostels on the, on the tier one are, are hard for, for me at all. And, and I went through all of that. Now I'm having to wait until to get to, to, to level seven. And I feel like, well, I need to get there as fast as possible because of being in the month and whatnot. Um, and I'll get there and that's fine. But I'm looking at the, the seven to 25 or whatever that big, long trek of seven, six, seven months or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And all I'm going to be doing is doing my three a day, yeah, and done, and be like, yay, that was fun. And then I'm now like, you know, for what? You know, I do that for six months for like what? Another day and a half of, of things that are going to well, be difficult. You know, now well, listen, so, Putz, that was the point that I brought up in the very beginning of the I'm, show. 
I brought that point up in the very beginning of the show. Like, okay, if that's how long it takes between the levels and then you get two or three days of missions, that's where Bubba Joe is saying maybe we should not be burst playing this. Like, maybe we need to exercise some self-control. And I get that. And I get that self-control and everything. I just wish that there was there was something more and interesting to do along the way of those six months waiting for that big gap, because I don't want to I don't want to prolong it. So, like, I'm going to spend all of my stuff on the building and I'm going to do that in sacrifice of my art or of my technology, which, by the way, I'm only going to have maybe two or three that I could invest in anyways, even after the 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 tier two stuff um you know waiting to get to the to the third tier i may have you know a couple that i can invest in it just i don't know i well again like it it kind of comes back to that choice and i and i've got to kind of rein this in and wrap it up uh because divine says well you've got the choice you can burst the one ladder and then relax or like baba joe said i'm going to strategically slow myself down by choice so that I can increase my refinery credits and hit that five daily while I'm active in a ladder. You know, I'd almost be curious, Bubba Joe, if you were going to play a ladder strategically by only spending 125 bells per day, I wonder how long it would take you to complete three ladders. Maybe Scopely has given us, you know, I've used this proverbial term before, maybe Scopely has given us enough rope to hang ourselves with. We can burst play this thing, Bubba Joe. But I wonder. You know, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. It's not seven months. It might not be seven months, but is it two months? Is it three? Is it four? To to put this point, though, I would say the best way way to fill that seven to 25. Hang on. I'm sorry. This this is getting chaotic. I'm going to have to empty the stage. Blue, go ahead with your thought. I'm sorry. Uh, I was... I was just trying to say that the 7 to 25, that long gap, the best way to fill it is with new folders that the Tier 1 and Tier 2 levels are still accessible for. And it's something new to do, something to remember the content by, and it helps feed your interest until it's time to go to 25. So introduce additional ladders is what you're saying. Yes, but, you know, like I said, at the same parallel level. Now, Stevens Aaron also points out which I, I think on, it's only burst playable, he says, for 40 or 50 plus, which I disagree with that, Aaron. I, you're right, it is for Ops 19, and Ops 19 is not going to be able to burst play it. I don't disagree. But it's not because of the acquisition of Bells. It's because of strength, okay? That, but that's the point. It's because of the strength of the account. It's not the acquisition of the Bells. And I halfway wonder... This debate we're having right here, and this is going to be my final thought before we take our last break, Bubba Joe, this is a very interesting community response to, in my opinion, a relatively new piece of game design in which players can fast track, just like we're talking about here. We want it all and we want it now, and then we have nothing to do for six months as compared to, and I'm sure it's not going to take six months. I'm not saying that it would, but there is certainly a way to slow it down. Look at Dragon Keeper. Dragon Keeper is doing it even with the Tier 1s, Bubba Joe. He's done with one ladder, and it looks like he's about 145,000 points into his second ladder by only doing 125 a day. Now, Bubba, just like the refinery model, Dragon Keeper is maximizing his efficiency 
by doing the five assignment or the five trials per day, spending 125 bells to maximize the number of refinery credits that he's getting. The same thing that you say you're doing with the tier three, the same thing that I'm going to do with the tier two. Now, I did burst play tier one. I just kind of wanted to see what it would be like, Bubba Joe. But for tier two, I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to do 125 bells a day. And no, he's not losing bells, Divine, depending on how he claims his milestones. Don't forget, you don't have to claim milestones every day. We proved that on Twitch the other night. You can actively select the number of of milestones that you choose, which is brilliant. That is an amazing mechanical change in this game. You can literally, Bubba Joe, choose which milestones you want to claim. So if you don't want to claim bells, you don't have to. Now, that's correct, Snake Eyes. If you click the higher one, it claims all the ones under it. But I would go through and just do them one at a time as I'm going up. And if I am going to do the events, Divine, then that day I'm not going to claim any bells. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to claim bells that day if I'm getting them from an event. So I think that's a brilliant thing as well. This is a very fascinating discussion. One that game design probably intended for us to have, Bubba Joe. I think this quote-unquote choice in game style, in play style, is very interesting. And maybe the first time Scopely has ever actually laid out a choice that does reward patience without really costing you anything significantly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to do it like Dragon Keeper is doing it, you're actually going to get more refinery credits. The same way you're doing it, Bubba Joe. The same way I'm going to do it, Bubba Joe. Mm -hmm. You're going to get more refinery credits, which is going to give you more tear-up catalysts in the long run. So Yeah, I, I think that, again, it gives you the choice. The fact that you can get through the entire trial um, with the bells that you get and the bells you get daily, that's great. Because then, if you want to go through this thing, you can. There's a cost. That cost being, you're not going to be able to do both dailies. You're going to have to wait, and you're going to do one daily at a death time, which is fine. They give you the ability to do one daily. And you're going to be able to do that one daily, and you're going to be able to continue to advance your progress uh, at a different rate. That's the difference, right? And, I don't and find I don't, flaw with that. I don't either. I, as a matter of fact, it exists everywhere in this game, tech kind of, to a, to a certain degree. How much does a triple refine cost as compared to a single? Is it more? Do we have to mine more to do to maintain triples? Right? So we choose... A, an efficiency point that makes sense for us as a player, right? The more refines that we do, the more currency that we take out of that refinery, the more expensive it becomes. It's the same with almost every refinery in the game. There's very few refineries that don't, model, that don't scale that way, you know? So this is not exactly a new concept, except it kind of is in that players can burst play it and then be done for a couple of months, which does that actually equate to a feature that doesn't take screen time? I think it kind of does. You know? So, 
very, very fascinating conversation. I appreciate you guys for having it with me. We're going to take our final break. Bubba Joe, when we come back, oh, God, it's, it's so late. Can, can, we, can we postpone Battleship? Here's what I said I was going to do. Here's what I said I was going to do, Bubba Joe. I was going to come, and I was going to end it. Uh, we were going to play until we finished. I can do two things. I can come, and we can do it on another show, or we can do it off air. That way, everybody's got a chance to play. Trader, you are the prize master, quarter keeper, key master, gate master, uh, extraordinaire prize. Master at arms. Master at arms. If we do it so, off air, everybody has a chance to play. Yeah. The Europeans are certainly asleep right now, so that maybe wouldn't be fair. I would say maybe split it 50-50. Do like a <laughs> crap ton of, of draws. Look and at Gauz. On Wednesday we finish it. Gauz is like postponing. It's a crap game anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't disagree. I'm so si- I'm tired of this game. I'm sick of it. That's why I want to end it. This game should <laughs> not have taken six months. I don't know. I am sick of this game. It's not uh, coming back for at least two years. I can't. I can't. Do like 15 off air draws. And then if they're, if it's still going, we can finish it on Wednesday. Okay. All right. That's what we'll do then. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Okay. Royal power says I'm only still here for battleship. I know, but I'm just like, man, I wanted to end the show at nine o'clock. It's 45 after the first round. Like I mean, it took like, like six weeks. I know. This one has taken for <laughs> flipping second, ever. Because half the time we're driving either missed shows or the same reason. We get to we yeah, but look at the, the game card. for so long and then you can't be bothered. Look at the game card. Anymore. Look at the game card, though. You got, we've just missed every – we've just had the worst luck. All right. Listen, I've got to take our final commercial break just to get in the ad spots. Uh, when we come back, Bubba Joe, let's just hang out for a minute or two um, and, and we'll talk about – uh, I tell you what, five minutes on the other side of the break, community can submit their questions for tomorrow night's interview with Game Design. Let's make sure that I've got everything on the list that needs to be on the list. Bubba Joe, is that, is that an appropriate use of five to seven minutes worth of time? Sure. All right, let's do it. On the other side of the break, your questions for Game Design as it happens less than 24 hours from now. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. we got to be back in a minute. Hang on! Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. Hey guys, time for a little shameless self-promotion. We stream live on Twitch and they've just announced a new promotion to help grow our channel. And like always, we're giving the extra revenue back to the community. What is the key? Simple tier one paid subscriptions. Sub to our Twitch channel today for as little as $4 and some change with a multi-month recurring subscription and turn your name gold in our Discord today plus get access to extra emotes and badges. If we hit 350 paid tier one or better subs for July, August and September. We're going to give away $2,000 in packs in October on top of the normal prize giveaways that we always do. In the year 2023, Twitching Trek has given away over $5,000 in prizes and we're ready to ramp it up. Subscribe today by clicking the link to our Twitch channel from our website and be a part of the success of Twitching Trek and increase your odds at winning some free packs along the way. 
The goal is 350 paid Tier 1 or higher subs for July, August, and September. So subscribe today, watch our streams, and win your share of thousands of dollars in packs. Eligibility starts July 1st, so act now and win with Twitching Trek and UltimateDJsPlays.com. The show brought to you by CrazyBunch.org. Do you suffer from pixel fatigue? Well, we've got a gummy for that. Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially when gaming. A gummy for blue light protection and eye health, an energy gummy, or how about a relaxation gummy to help you chill after Wardod kills all your miners? Surtail is an independent distributor of all the aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or to go to crazybunch.org. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Croker Jack. Candy-coated popcorn, peanuts, and a toad. That's what you get in Croker Jack. Hello, Big Tony here, and I have a bone to pick with these big shot governmental types. You want to come in here and tell me how to make my pizza? You got some nerve. You don't see me and my crew coming down to your office telling you how to do your job, huh? You think I'm going to spend over 20 Gs on some fancy-schmancy air filtration system? I got dough, my friend, but not that kind of dough. You see what I did there, folks? And if I hear the word omission one more time, I got your mission right here, pal. <laughs> Bottom line, you do your job, I'll do mine. Capiche? Freaking government churches. Honey, I'm going to take the dog for a walk. Here we go, right to the phone. Who are you texting? We both know you don't have any friends. Oh, at least you remembered the least this time. Oh, we're running now. Going to take more than a three-minute light jog to burn off last night's chimichangas, pal. Car. 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 Oh, oh, oh. We almost just got taken out by that pickup. How did he not see that? Great. Here comes Ed Sheeran. Can someone arrest my owner, please? Bush. 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 Oh, oh. Does this guy ever take his eyes off the screen? Jeez. The iPhone, man's new best friend. There's a new city law and it's full of baloney. You will always get charged to go downtown. You're driving to work, now you get charged by some jerk. Need cash just to go. Downtown, they're taking all our dollars cause the traffic gets a pity. There's feces on the sidewalk and the rats fill up the city. Man, I need booze. The smog's so much thicker here. You can't breathe in this bubble with no change to spare. Don't go downtown. Things won't be cheap when you're downtown. The smell ain't great when you're downtown. But everyone's a sucker like you. No, no, you don't get to blame me for this. You do not get to blame me for this. Bubba Joe. No, I can't even blame Oliver for this. 
The community chose this song. So, so DJ, I got a story about this. All right. So there is an NFL player, wide receiver. I believe he's on the Lions now. He was on the Jacks a couple years back. His name is DJ Chark. DJ Shark? And every time, DJ Chark. Chark. Okay. Chark. Chark. And every time he caught a pass, the people I was watching football with would start singing the song. <laughs> because it was so similar. Yeah. Yes! Yes, says, I've avoided this song since it came out and I've finally been caught. Curse you, DJ. Curse you. I apologize. Uh, yes, we are celebrating songs made famous by memes today uh, in honor and celebration of our new meme contest uh, with Bubba Joe and Ripper. Uh, that contest launching uh, in a couple of days. Later this week, we'll open up channels for your meme and emote submissions uh, as it pertains to this channel and our lovely cast of wild and crazy characters here at Talking Trek. Thank you guys so very much for making this such a fun thing uh, and, and giving this show such a life. You know, when we talk about stuff like this, Bubba Joe, we talk about how you have memes now, and I've got memes, and Trader has memes, Ripper has memes. It, it's this show. I has, have memes? Yeah, this show has become... Why don't I know about these memes? All right, uh, who's got serious. the Trader meme? Somebody show... I saw a Trader meme oh, here not God. too long ago. Somebody show... Yeah, Dr. Juby, show oh, up the Trader God. memes. It's if Juby's there's, involved, then I don't want to see <laughs> There's traitor memes. All right. Oh, God help us all. Uh, no, it, it, just the fact that the, the creativity and, and the passion and the energy of the community come in to support this show and do fun stuff and this kind of creation and, and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> Waffly, I love that. Oh, I, I, I'm favoring that right now. All right, for those of you who are missing this right now, I'll throw it in the graphics room. I have not seen this one yet, Bubba Joe. That is fantastic. I love it. Okay, I mean, that is just good. That is some fun stuff right there. You know what's funny? Bad instead of an S, but whatever. (laughs) It should have been a Z, yes. Uh, Yes, Bubba Joe. What's interesting is that earlier on in this podcast, you put something in the graphic room that grossed you out. So now someone listening back to the podcast is going to go into the graphics room and go, why was DJ grossed out by this picture? This is so cute. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, it's so funny. Uh, I love, I really do love this part of it. So thank you, community, so much uh, for making this show. Can I just be, can I be mushy-gushy for a second, Trader? Um, Thank you guys so much for making this show what it has been. I could never, Trader, if you had asked me four years ago, if this show would be this size and have this audience and have the YouTube and the Twitch and the, I mean, if you had said, if you had told me all of this stuff that long ago, I would have thought you were crazy. This is insane. And you know, you know, all you had to do DJ was stop trying to do two hour podcasts. (laughs) That's right. Snake eyes. You held us back. It's it's all right. It it, 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 it really started to take off when you started doing three and four hour podcasts. That's right. It was the three hours. That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, buddy. I'm actually, you know what? Oh my God. No, but this is great. You know what? Snake Eyes, who has effectively had to retire from the show because of real life obligation, he's still here. 
You know, like people who don't play the game. Ripper, he's still here. Trader, still here. You guys, like this community has become more than about this game. And that's what I love. And I, I just want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to do this. This is so freaking much fun. Thank you guys. I, I just, I don't even know what else to say. I so freaking great. And and Trader, while, and, and, and I'll tell you this. Um, and again, some, some of my circle knows some of the challenges that I've dealt with over the last couple of months. I, I am very nearly ready, Bubba, to, to kind of open up and talk about this probably within the next couple of weeks, I would, I would imagine. I'm, I'm still trying to kind of figure out how this is all going to work. Um, but Trader, you, uh, of all people know that, that over the last couple of months, and, and I've shared this publicly, I've, I've really tried to find my uh my center i've tried to find my happy i've tried to find my motivation or or find what i'm what i care about or what i'm pushing and and i kind of find that that you know given the fact that there's so much crap in the world and so much crap that happens in life and and all this stuff it um i can still come out here and have fun i can still come out and be with you guys and we can still come and do the things that we do and and um I couldn't do those things if it weren't for you guys. So thank you. Um, <clears throat> thank you is really all I can say right now for, for giving me that, uh, that purpose for you guys or, or giving, you know, whatever. So uh, thank you guys very, very much for, for giving me the opportunity to, to be your host of this show. It's, it's kind of very humbling. Um, Bubba, before the break, we talked about we would take a couple of minutes and make sure that we didn't miss um, that we didn't miss any important questions for game design. Where that interview was happening, literally twenty one hours from right now. Okay, tomorrow night, seven p.m. Eastern time. Game design will be on this stage, Bubba Joe, as will Tiberius, as will Bubba Joe, mm, and uh, not this stage, not kind. Not we. Yes, that's correct. It will be on Twitch. Uh, we will be on the stage, proverbially, proverbially speaking. Um, we'll be we'll be presenting a, pre a presentation of Twitching Track, if you will. But we'll have Bubba. We'll have uh, Tiberius well, with I, us, so, and we'll have so, game design. I want to be clear: Is it going to be on this stage where people can bypass mm. Twitch and come no. directly here? No, no. Okay, no, it's no. going to be on our hidden stage. Yeah, it's going to yeah, going to be on yes. our on, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. I just want to clarify that for everyone: it's you cannot come here to listen to it. You have to go to Twitch to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you'll have to be on Twitch, and we'll post the link out tomorrow. Uh, and of course, usually after about a day or so, we post those over to YouTube. Uh, Griffin says, "Who is it going to be from Game Design?" I am not prepared to answer that at this time. Uh, but it is not Mr. Tiger, as Bubba most accurately uh, demonstrated or, or pointed out to you guys. Game designers don't really work on features kind of back to back to back to back. Um, this one is not Mr. Tiger's feature. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, there are two game designers that took the lead on this this month, and which Echo kind of told us about. It was one for Q's Trials, and it was one for Forbidden Technology. I have, and uh, they asked me which one I wanted. I did lean towards uh, Forbidden Technology. I hope that was the appropriate decision. I think so. I think so. All right. So I don't and know. Uh, which name I'm going to get tomorrow, but we are going to be able to talk about that. Blue, I did actually ask for both. 
I did ask for both, but I don't know if we're going to get both. I actually haven't been confirmed that I don't get both. Uh, they just asked me if I could only get one, which one would I want? I told them, for, uh, obviously, Sal, I told them we want it all and we want it now. Okay, uh, is where I went and, with that. And we hope it's not the one I made fun of in the stupid news. <laughs> Hopefully. So, so uh, let's make sure. Bubba, I had asked you earlier to make sure that there was a question, and I've already forgotten what it was. What, what was the question I told you to make sure I asked? Oh. oh, dang it. Now I've got to listen back to the show before tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Who? What? What was the question? I said, Bubba, don't let me forget to ask that. That's a great, brilliant question. Crap. All right. Well, community, I'm going to give you guys a couple of a couple of moments here to to get your questions. And uh, hopefully Bubba or maybe Mark or Blue can take question uh, can make jot jot notes and send them over to me so that I can try to filter through them and get them to game design. Uh, Clapping at Kirk says, Neelix or Tuvix? Not pertaining to forbidden technology, but okay, cool. Um, TNT Assassin says, would love to see catch-up months with old content, which includes Voyager officers. I mean, in all fairness, we're still in that arc. See, we're still in that arc. It, it, it's, I, although I'd love to see sourcing, I'm not disagreeing with that, it's not exactly overdue yet. In fairness, Bubba, yeah or no? Am I missing? Well, I mean, we had again not all of them, but we had the early access to the DS9 officers yeah. within the arc. Uh, we had early access to the Strange New Worlds officers in the arc. That's true. I think that That's it's true. reasonable to say that where is the sort? Now we don't have the sourcing for the card officers, right? So that's 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 a strike against that. So. I get it. I agree. We need to have better officer sourcing <laughs> all together. Um, oh, my God. Traitor. Look yeah, at the chat. no. Look at the chat. That's no. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunny. I like that's it. Mean. No, but it's a no. That's the bunny. The bunny. No. It, did, I, did I misinterpret that? I might be misinterpreting that, but I thought it was the bunny. That was the bunny. It requires subject's approval. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. I, I wouldn't have taken it that way. I was just talking about the bunny part of it. I think it's cute that it's got Bubba's face. Karen of HR, you need to go to HR. <laughs> Very yeah. bad. It's floofy. It's floofy. All right. Uh. Anyway, back. I. I I'm, I'm sorry. I. I didn't interpret it that way, Bubba. In, in all seriousness, I, th I just thought it was cute. Anyway. Uh. So DS9. Yeah, but you know we don't have all the strange new worlds officers. There are some of them. Where's Strange New Worlds on? There's Where? one Where's of Strange La New Worlds that's not sourced. Okay. Yeah, it's the most, well, not the most valuable, but it's uh, pretty important. Wait, whoa, 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 no, whoa, no, no, whoa, no, no, whoa. no, 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 no. It's not most important. <laughs> okay, it's fair. She's that's... not even top five. She's you know, not even top six. Okay. We were what do you mean it's the most important? I, oh, I, find it, I find it very valuable, okay, Bubba Joe? Now, listen, we've talked about, and I've seen a lot of comments about this. I've seen a lot of comments in the chat over the last several days. I have really, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. I, I remember a specific comment yesterday. At least all of the officers have been pretty good this month. Or with Voyager, rather. You know, DS9 was not dissimilar. Strange New Worlds, not dissimilar. Okay? I mean, these Voyager officers have all been pretty, pretty good. Just like Strange New Worlds. La'on is very valuable, Bubba Joe. Look in the chat. I use La'on every day. Sal says La'on is valuable. Loser says I use La'on on like over half of my crews. 
Absolutely. I use La'on every day. So, I would like to see sourcing for La'on. Okay? I mean, sure. I'm... I would love to see sourcing for La'on, Oop, but you can't say that she's more important than Pike. No. Or any of the triangle officers. No. Or the... Or the uh, Im- or the uh, the the transport officer, right? Yeah. So that's five, right? Okay. She's no better than sixth, and I prefer the impulse speed over the extra cargo in terms of value to my gameplay. Now, is additional cargo good? Do you want to make the claim that all of the Strange New Worlds officers are good? I think there's a pretty strong claim. There might be one in there that's no good, but. It's a gr- it's a great group of officers. I will agree with you there, but there is no justification that Laon is more important <laughs> to the game than at least five of those. Okay, officers. that's fine and fair. You're splitting hairs. I'm just saying there's no sourcing for what we deem a valuable officer. Now Voyager has had valuable officers as well. So again, fifty fifty kind of split on when sourcing is supposed to come. Um, we can ask that question. I just don't know if I feel like it's overdue. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I, most of the Strange New Worlds officers I can access and get, like, even starting from almost the time they came out. Yeah. And same with DS9. DS9 was well, in the... In the ch- now, I, you know, listen, Karkin and Putz would come out and argue, be like, yeah, 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 you guys are talking about their sourcing now. Listen, un- if you're 40-plus, you've got sourcing. 39 and down, may I point out, still do not have access to Galinar. Can I just, can I just we remind you? We weren't talking about way. Galinar. We were talking I, about Strange New Worlds I, and Deep Space Nine. Okay, fine. Well, 39 and down don't have access to Cisco, Miles, or any of the DS9 officers. Let, let me, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to tell you who 39 and down have access to from DS9. 39 and down have access. Yep. Just Miles nope. and Kira? That's it. Miles and Kira. Okay? That's it. I think they may... Did they not get Cisco from Edix? Or is not yet? Nope. You can't use Edix until 40 plus. I don't know about that. I think... Um, I, might, I might be wrong on that. All right. And if look I, at my sheet right now. Karkin could tell us. Wolfwood says you can use edicts. Okay. All right. You get the basic edicts chest under 39. What's in the basic edict chest? Do you have Cisco? All I'm doing, all I'm saying is, let's not forget all ends of the spectrum here. We're talking about how great sourcing is for DS9 and Strange New Worlds, and 39 and down are saying, what in the hell are y'all talking about? Oh, yeah. You're, uh, if you're... 39, 35 to 39, resourcing for Cisco is one, three, or five shards every 70 hours. All right. Kira, not sourced at all, right? No, I agree. Deep Space Nine is only sourcing three officers. Totally agree. For 39 and no down. No sourcing for any of them. For 39 and down. Yeah. And, and that yeah, is... 35 gets nothing. But there is no sourcing for the other five or six officers from Deep Space Nine. DS9 sourcing is not good. Strange New Worlds was good. Wait. No. DS9. Well, okay. Yeah. Where do you miss- get Bashir? I was going to say Where Bashir, do you get Dax? Bashir and Dax. You're missing those two. Where do you get Kira? Where do you get Odo? Oh, yeah. Fair. I, I would say that is fair. Strange New Worlds is barely incomplete and 
ES9 is a little more incomplete for sourcing. So, so when we're talking about holding up a mirror to Strange New World or uh, to DS9 and saying, "Oh, well, that's the standard," uh, is it? It's only Strange New World then has been better. I was not. I did not say it's the standard. I said that they started to do sourcing of officers within the arc with one season, Strange New World. That was it. And DS9, they started sourcing those officers within the arc. Two of them. Good night, DJ. What? You're cranky. I'm not being cranky. I'm just saying that's not like that is not any more acceptable than what we have right here and now, is it? Do we do we take Strange New World? What sourcing do we have right now? Nothing, but we're in the arc. So I will grant you that not all ops players have access to the Borg officers, but some players had access to some of the Borg officers. Some players had access to some of the Deep Space Nine officers. Some all players had access that spent. Now all players have access to the Stranger Worlds officers. Within the arc, now the Stranger Worlds ones you had to spend. Totally agree. You had to spend, but now you have access to getting those officers because you had access to the ship. Within the arc, they had been doing a good job of doing some sourcing for officers prior to the end of the arc. This one they have not. So I find that to be a very ball. difficult position to argue, Bubba Joe, because maybe, maybe the permanent loop sourcing is going to be delayed till outside of the arc because they're doing so daggone much sourcing, and that's, yes, they are, within the arc with these widely praised heroic solo milestones that are giving out 55 shards per person where we used to give out 10. I mean, we are subbing something. Now, granted, after this month, Bubba Joe, or even after last month, I don't disagree. There does need to be a long-form sourcing. You know, there needs to be something where they become available for grind later on. But I'm not offended that it's not showing up this arc, especially when we're looking at the ginormous number of shards that are being sourced through these SMSs that the community has, in fact, asked for. For the epic. That's the valuable one, right? And last month, we got a free Harry Kim. The month before that, we got a free Belana Torres. Well, a $20. $20. No, they weren't free. You got, you got a guaranteed unlock on BLT, and you got a guaranteed unlock on Harry Kim. So what I'm really waiting for, though, is like DS9, like Strange New Worlds, I'm hoping to see a model, at least the announcement of a model, where you can actively grind towards tearing the officers and not just unlocking them and then kind of sitting there for a long time unable to actually like engage with that progression so i liked how strange new worlds and and the ds9 if you worked on those loops or whatever it was it took you could actively tear your officers and actually see what their potential is so i want to see that for a a, a, a property as big as voyager yeah i don't i don't necessarily disagree now jed zia be careful the heroic SMSs are literally like 95% player approved. Okay, they are not ridiculous in any way, shape, or form. They, yes, they are expensive. They're meant to be. Do what you can. Get the sourcing you want. This is like 95 plus percent player satisfaction right here. You, it's guaranteed investment for guaranteed return. You can. It's not designed. 
to give you a free epic every single month. You do what you can do. You know, like this this is 95% players are totally chill with this. All right. Jed Zia says they're horrific when you're in the low 50s. No, I'm 53. I, I'm fine with it. You have to know Spend what. G4. Yeah, you know what you've got to be able to do. Okay, you, you just and, – and again, do I think that this is something you can do every single week, three weeks a month, 12 months a year? No, you're going to have to choose. We can't have it all and have it now. All right. Uh, Pat Pike says, did it clean me out? Sure as heck did, but I have secured an unlock uh, for Chicote this month. You know what? That's what it's about. We know what we're getting. All right? And look, Rhino. <laughs> this is funny. If the grumpy and angry Rhino likes the new style, then they must have some ray of positivity to him because he hates everything. <laughs> All right? So there, there is that, Jetzia. There, This is, again, it's a choose. You, you got to choose your path, right? But it is. There, there's no. This is very, very, very good. Very good progression. Okay? Uh, but I do agree, Neon. Tier 1 isn't forever. Blue's right. There needs to be future progression, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. I just wonder where that balance is, Bubba Joe. Clearly, there is an amount of sourcing that they're willing to give in a month. I don't think I'm wildly surprised that we're not seeing the long-term loop because all of it's coming in the heroic SMS. You know, that's the potential for these sourcing, uh, for these officers. So I, I'm not, I'm not too... I don't feel like it's too late. I don't feel like it's overdue, I guess is what I'm saying there. I'm not I, – I, I see what you're saying. You're right, Bubba. There was sourcing for Strange New Worlds within the arc, but we also didn't get guaranteed epic unlocks if, if we hit the milestones. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, I, if you hit all the milestones I, this month and do the battle pass and all that stuff, you, you could get guaranteed Tier 2. If you fully 100% engage, you could get a Tier 2 Chakotay this month. Without or with the fifth with the hundred dollar battle pass, maybe that's yeah. Yo, yo, I'm certainly not saying free. I'm just saying like you could guarantee yourself a tier two unlock because it'd be fifty five, fifty five, fifty five. Assuming we get it a third week, which is no guarantee we get. Correct. Yeah, that is assuming there's all three weeks. That's correct. Right. And the hundred dollar so battle all pass. Three weeks, that'd be that'd be that'd be halfway to tier two. Thirty more from the hundred dollar pack. Twenty one. I think there's twenty twenty two in the battle pass, and then there's been a couple in missions. Oh, you got you got nine from tickets. Yeah, I, yeah. You'd you'd get just barely there, maybe. Yeah, if you could do it, assuming it runs three times. And, and not let's not pretend that, that yeah. if you're doing the three milestones every time, you're probably going to get at least a handful of shards out of the sob, right? Uh, maybe ten, eleven, fifteen, twenty. I mean, fiftieth place is eleven shards. Weren't you just talking on the I'm stream not. how you- I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm currently in sixty second place and I've got forty million points. I won't do that. G five may may find that to be a struggle. Most I'd say fifty and down will probably place in that if they do yeah, the heroic And this is something and, and, and I want to read this comment from Putz. I know we're off the rails here. Um, but uh, mathematically points per shard is the cheapest in a long time to get ten shards, and to get twenty shards I think is the lowest it's fa- thus far. Uh, for me, it offs 42. So, yeah, this is actually a reduction in cost per shard that we've seen from the last couple of months. So, yeah, this I, I understand you may be frustrated because you're having trouble uh, finding something you spend because you're in that window where you don't have the ability to spend G5 uncommon yet. I hear you. That's always been kind of a weird place. But these are actually fantastic. They They really are. They're they're beautiful for me, especially because of what Bubba was just saying in the G five bracket where I'm in the whale bracket. I don't 
get any meaningful sourcing out of solo leaderboards anymore. These couldn't have come at a better time for me, Bubba. Because when I was in G4, I could do well in auctions if I wanted to. Now there's zero chance of that. So the solo milestones are, are the only sourcing that I would have. You know, it, it, it came at a really good time for me as a player. So I, I do think that they're good. And I understand not everybody can do them. That's the point. You're going to have to choose. All right. Um, we spent a little bit more time on that, and that was not exactly a question for game design. Oh, well, I guess it was. Sourcing, Right. And that appears to be a very important question, Bubba Joe, that we spent 20 minutes on it. That is a burning question in the minds of the players is what are we doing about Voyager officer sourcing? And that only is a testament to how attractive these players are. Game design might have done a pretty good job with officers this season, Bubba Joe, so much so that we're tripping over themselves to get them where is the sourcing plan. Very, very Good question. Juby has a good one. How does the Forbidden Technology Intrepid cloaking device work? Does it check to see if you are originally cloaked for procs, or does it just proc once for crit reduction? That's a good question. I'll, I'll, I'll have to examine that, Juby, and, and take a look at that. All right. Uh, anything else, Bubba Joe, before we get ready to wrap up? And, yes, I am hangry. I want lasagna. I, do wanna, I, I wanted lasagna an I hour and 20 minutes ago. I want. Can you give me 60 seconds? <laughs> yes. Okay, so... Uh, something that Scopely did over the weekend that is new, okay? Uh, and again, this is a – you would not have noticed this if you did not go into the store. Oh, right? and I yeah. And I pointed this out to DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go into the store and you see the packs for the artifacts or the, the forbidden technology that is only purchase only and you click on them, it pops up a window that says, here are the potential bonuses. Now, there are a couple of things to talk about here. Here are the potential bonuses – for max level and an op 60. And I get it. Not everyone is op 60. Not everyone's going to get this to 45. I understand all of that. But they have taken a first step to saying, here is an effective net increase for this thing. I think that is absolutely fantastic. For them to say, hey, we want to tell you this is what you're going towards. This is the effectiveness of this thing if you decide to invest your time and energy. I'm not talking about money. Time and energy in upgrading this thing. Money could be a thing too, but you're investing time and energy into this loop. And to say, here is the effective bonus that you will see for real is an important change. And I think this is something that I would like to see them do more often. Absolutely. Because players can never go wrong with more information than less. Absolutely. This was a wonderful thing. As a matter of fact, what I'm disappointed by, Bubba Joe, is that it's only available for the forbidden technology that you don't already have. You have like you say, you have to go into the store uh, to click on it if you don't have it. Unfortunately, this particular screen doesn't show up if you actually own it. And, uh, and and I think that – oh, am I eating my microphone? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be. No, it's, it's Trader, I think. Oh, tra Trader's eating pretzels. Uh, <laughs> this, this type of net effect, this type of net display of effect, Bubba Joe, is something we've asked for for ages. This is beautiful and lovely, and I think it's great, and I wish that it would display in the game even if we already own it. Like – how cool would it be, Bubba Joe, for it to show us those net increases as we're tearing it up, right? As we're promoting sure. it. That would be – or to say this is your increase as a 53. This mm -hmm. is your increase as a 45. 
And I think that is the next evolution of something like this. I think that is the next thing they should be talking about doing for this sort of information. Mm -hmm. But this is a fantastic step one to say. Absolutely. And and let's talk about if you're a 45 and you're looking at this and you're like, well, I could use 55% effective increase in my mining rate. Yours is going to be bigger. If you get to this as a 45, as opposed to a 60, your number is going to be significantly bigger because there's less research that you have access to. Yeah. Now, eventually you'll get to 60 and you'll do that research and your effectiveness of this will have gone down, but you've gotten the benefit all the long time, right? So this is a great step one in providing players relevant and actual information that says, this is what you're going to see. None of the, I mean, granted, I get it 1100% to damage, but what does that actually mean in terms of watching my damage number in the battle log? And Waffly, That's no, it. Syndicate, nothing else in the game, not even Syndicate does this. Syndicate will tell you what the bonuses are. Everything tells you what your bonus is. These are not the bonuses. These are net effects. Okay, so that's what this is doing, Waffly. Like, to get that, they're saying we'll actually net-net increase you 15% in damage versus PvE hostiles, which is nothing that we have ever seen before. And I think that Bubba Joe is right. I, I hope he's right that this is step one. I do kind of look, Bubba Joe, and I see these numbers are green. Typically... Typically, what we see with a green value means that it is variable, means that it is able to be influenced by a calculation. I don't think that we're seeing that here just yet, Bubba Joe, because you're getting the same numbers as, say, a 39, right? But I think they have set it and are coding it in such a way that it can be uh, a variable figure in the future, which gives me hope that they are going to use this variable display field to eventually sum all of your bonuses for you as a player, for your account, to sum all of your bonuses and actually use the bonus of this to display an actual net value right off the bat to evaluate the effectiveness or the value of this particular feature for you as a player. And I think it is massively awesome. Yes. Or imagine if, uh, like alongside all the bonus, it had a percentage of what percent of the total bonus does this bonus make up of it? Mm -hmm. Like, is this the majority of it, or is it not? Well, by giving you an, an effective percentage, a net increase, you could see. If it's a 0.5% mm -hmm. net effect versus a 20% net effect, then you know it's pretty daggone big, you know? Oh, yeah. So so this is a – it's definitely not complete, Bubba. I think we're in agreement here it's not complete, but it definitely bodes well. And whatever team at Scopely worked on this, bravo. Bravo, bravo. Keep it up. Please continue to iterate on this because this is the kind of display and the kind of math that players like Bubba Joe and I have asked for for months and mo years, Bubba Joe. This is definitely a step in the right direction. It's not complete, but we see your effort, and we would love to see you continue to develop this. Absolutely wonderful. That is an A+. Plus, uh, A++ plus plus in-game development. Uh, quality of life improvement, Bubba Joe, for me. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. And I wanted to talk about it since it happened this weekend. I didn't want to wait until the end of the arc to bring it up. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I know that occasionally Scopely listens to this, and I want them to hear the positive reinforcement. Somebody asked me, I will tell them the same thing I just said, is I think this 
is a massive positive change to getting the information into the players' hands in the game. They don't even have to go to stfc.space or they don't have to go to uh, Spox Club or they don't have to go anywhere else to get this information. It's in the game. Say, yep. this is an effective bonus, effective change to your, your, your gameplay that you're going to be able to see. And I think that is a fantastic thing. Absolutely. Uh, it certainly says it'll probably increase sales too, win-win. I got to be honest with you. Can I just – one other thing, Bubba Joe, that this is likely to help with? Call me crazy. QA? Anybody? Okay. Like when they're actually testing stuff and they can see Bubba Joe, like if they incorporate this into everything, even when they're testing their own buffs and their own research and their own value, right, Bubba Joe? Like, like we wouldn't have Echo coming out here telling us why Pick Riker is the bee's knees because we could put Pick Riker in there, apply this display, and be like, oh, okay, it's a 2% net return. Maybe it's not worth being an epic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even think from feature development, this is going to help them balance the creation of their content and give relative and meaningful buffs, you know? I, I think that there's benefits on both sides of the aisle here with this feature. And I'm so glad that somebody finally uh, got it approved to, to work on developing this technology. It's, it's so important. So important from all facets of the game. I'm very, very pleased. 100% A++ on developing that. So thank you guys very much for that. All right, uh, community, that's going to do it. One hour, 26 minutes overtime, Bubba Joe, which means we did a three and a half hour show despite my efforts to not do so. So just another Sunday? More more memes. Yeah, uh, just another Sunday. More popularity. Guys, thank you so very much. I'm going to (laughs) go enjoy my cold lasagna. I want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you for appreciating and listening and consuming the content of Talking Trek Live. Uh, We really do. uh, I meant what I said earlier. Really, thank you guys so very much. I appreciate everything that you guys do and support and, and all this crazy stuff. Uh, on this show. Thank you guys so very, very much. Uh, if I could invite you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.com where you can find links to our Twitch where you're going to want to be tomorrow night. Uh, our YouTube where we got videos and stuff coming out, an event guide video. I know it's late. It's coming out this week. Uh, and even our gold Patreon program, Bubba Joe, where you can go. You, hey, listen, you could go find merch. We got merch on the website as well. Uh, and you can find our Patreon program. If you've ever looked in our Discord and wondered why some people have gold names, it's because they're a member of our Gold Patreon program. And I would like to thank those Gold members who contribute $10 or more per month to our show so that I could read their names and say thank you to them now. Uh, Trader, Iron Shaft, Lord Neelix, Lady Kess, Virtual Army, d Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, It's Hunter, Cruzito, Rand, Susie, Hank, Ape, DJ Gur, MC101, Late Nighter, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalvinar, Zidfried, Peppy, Stormbreaker, Bills Mafia, Banetta, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke Mohawk, Happy Kitty, Jetski, Papa Smurf, Captain Jack, Vanium, Scorpionis, Archer, Arian, and Honey, Ragnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, DJ, Talus, BFF, Chronic Break, Canine Tooth, uh, Sir Tail, Warren, Afox, Judge Crane, G-Force, Paminkas, Captain Q, Plain Simple, Garrett, Game Jr., Admiral, Inwater, Cha-Cha, Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Candle, DJ's Love, Tier, Prime, Technic, 7 of 9, Jagged, Never Go, Full Tilly, Blue, Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, Clueless, Wins, Kizoido, Likes of Bath, Welch, Kievo, Fighting, Texas, Haggy, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Adam on Server 20, Balabomb, The Web, King 0101, Primal Fear, Medic 213, J-Babes, Dark Knight, Strata Blaster, Pixelate, Lost in Buddy, JT10, Spectre, Yukai, Nico, Diva, Dorsal, Oster, 90, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Jazzmeister, Shoopster, TNT Assassin, Griffin, and uh, Mean Bean. Thank you guys so very, 
very much for supporting Talking Trek, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJs for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Sam Meow for now. Love you, mean it, everybody. Have a wonderful night. See you tomorrow night with game design. Bye 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 bye